0: The Blaze Radio Network, on demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: 888 933 Welcome. Great to have you with us. Well, everybody's talking about whether or not the Republicans are going to lose the majority in the House. Now, there's been a lot of talk about, and maybe the Senate. Fortunately, there's still a an executive branch that could stop, you know, the worst of the bills from going through. Should the executive branch choose to do so? And hopefully they won't lose control of either House, but we'll see. Right now, the focus is kind of on Texas and Ted Cruz but there's a lot of other a lot of other issues and the Texas thing makes it tougher everywhere because normally they don't have to pour all the resources into Texas so uh it, you know with this race Ted is requiring some help here cuz it looks like it's a really close race according to the polls anyway
2: did you ever think we would have to say no
1: that? no Man. you know at this point he should be up probably Sixty-two thirty-eight, um, but the real Clear Politics average is three point two percentage points.
2: Wow! And the better stickers are popping up like a fungus around the state. Yeah,
1: they're kind of everywhere. We were mocking it at first. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's starting now, to it's look not a... so funny. Now it's, it's annoying funny. and scary. No, mm-hmm. and the problem with uh, the Republicans with the GOP having to dump all the money in into Texas is that we've got so many media markets here. We've got double the media markets Florida has, for instance. There's 20 media markets to 10 in Florida. And so that's 20 different markets where you've got to dump a bunch of money in to get TV ads going. So it's really expensive. And every dollar you spend is a dollar you can't spend in a battleground state. That's a normal battleground state. So it makes it really tough. Frustrating. But uh, there are some people joining the fight. Americans for Prosperity. Is uh Who's jumping that? in. <laughs> Who Sorry. pay what's that? Who pays your salary?
2: Thank you. That's Thanks actually, for not leaving me hanging there. That's, that's all the, I hear anymore. The
1: organization where where that uh, that <laughs> began. Because the guy was on Chris Matthews' show. Uh-huh. And he was uh, he was with Americans for Prosperity, and Chris <laughs> Matthews kept saying,
2: What's that? Who pays your salary? Wow. What, what are you here for? I'm with Americans for Prosperity. Uh, what's that? Well, the the Americans for Prosperity is a group that What's uh, that?
1: Who, who pays your salary? Uh,
2: well, uh, who's paying you to be here? Well, Americans for Prosperity. What's that? Uh, that they're, they're a group that. Uh,
1: what's that? So oh. that inspired uh, this hit song.
2: What's that? <laughs> who pays your salary? What's that? Who pays what's that? I mean, you know. Is that still <laughs> the most downloaded song of all of time, time on, on iTunes? Yeah.
1: 44 billion times, I think. Bill? Yeah, I Are think it's saying, 44 billion. I
2: think, that's, I think you're was being it in the very conservative with that yeah. estimate. Trillions. It
1: might be 440 trillion. That's I think I left off a few zeros.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so, you know, you've all of this comes with a price. All of the Ted Cruz expenditures comes with a price of not spending that elsewhere. Uh, Mitch McConnell acknowledged the situation facing Senate Republicans, too. He told reporters in Louisville... That the midterms are going to be very challenging. There are some races that are dead even, even in states that are normally, you know, like Texas. But there's also Arizona, Nevada, and Tennessee that are up for grabs. North Dakota. Uh, Some of these states are held by Democrats and shouldn't be, like North Dakota. Missouri kind of could go either way. Indiana, Montana, West Virginia, Florida, Florida. The president canceled two rallies this week, uh, one in Miss- Missouri and one in Mississippi because of the uh, hurricane. Uh, now, according to 538's Nate Silver, he said, we're still refining this calculation, but it looks like Democrats would need to win the generic ballot House popular vote by about 11 points to be favored to take the Senate. So, I mean, that they're almost conceding the House is going go to go to Democrats. I'm still holding out. Some hope that it won't, but doesn't seem like anybody else will or is. Three polls out this week show President Trump's approval rating at or below 40%. CNN poll has him at 36% approval. 36? Wow. Quinnipiac, 38, 40 in Gallup. And then Rasmussen, which has been, you know, the best poll for Trump. Traditionally, since he's you know been campaigning and and in the presidency, Rasmussen has him at forty seven percent approval. Whoa. Um, New Hampshire voters head to the polls, and in New Hampshire, Democrats and Republicans choose their candidates. Uh, just chose their candidates for uh, for the race to replace Carol Shea Porter. I uh, we got to look and see what happened there. I haven't even heard I'm Bernie Sanders. Up. Bernie Sanders' son got crushed. <laughs> he was first of all, even his dad, even Bernie Sanders, didn't really campaign for him. Uh, so he he got uh, he got swept in the primary. Didn't even make. He's not going to make it to the general election. Um, in the Senate in Indiana, a super PAC tied to McConnell is spending 1.4 million on an ad campaign for Mike Braun in his bid to unseat Joe Donnelly who's a democrat uh in Nevada a Suffolk poll shows a tight race between the democrat and the incumbent republican Dan Heller it's 42-41 there wow i mean on and on and then they go through all the house races the governor's uh, Ron DeSantis, who is the big Trump cult member.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. He actually resigned from Congress so he can focus full time on the race. That's how tough that one is.
2: He's not, and he's running against a socialist. He's not focusing on building a wall in his backyard <laughs> with building blocks.
1: <laughs> huh. And teaching his kids how to read Make America Great Again. Oh, that's great. That's
2: the problem is, is DeSantis is great. Yeah, like as as a member of Congress, Mm -hmm. he's in the um, oh gosh, the Freedom Caucus, and he's excellent. Like his record is wonderful, but wow, could you lick the boots anymore? I know. Oh gosh,
1: Mm, I know. It's kind of embarrassing.
2: It's not kind of.
1: So Obama obviously is out hitting the campaign trail, first time since leaving office, urging Democrats to get out and vote. Uh, they want to. They want to win a net twenty-three seats in the House to regain control. Hollywood's all revved up. Donations from the entertainment industry in the L.A. metro area to House candidate committees have reached two point four million so far in this election cycle.
2: And Antonio Sabato super active. Did
1: yeah, Antonio Sabato got beat
2: badly. Ah! Hmm.
1: Even came on the show, and and that uh, that didn't quite put him over the top. I guess. No. <laughs> He's a good guy. I like him. Yeah, he's awesome. I like him.
2: He has no fear. He's, yeah. He's definitely a constitutionalist. It stinks that uh, California, oh, big surprise, didn't,
1: didn't go for the Republican. Didn't go with common sense. Yeah.
2: Well, um, primary, right? So,
1: well, yeah, right. So I, 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 right. I'm
2: going to be honest with you. I don't know who he was running against, so whatever. I just know that my guy is the good guy, so there. <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: also, Americans for par- Prosperity. Who's that? What's that? I couldn't. Who pays your salary? <laughs> uh, they're part of the Koch political and policy network. They have to disclose their biggest donors and confidential tax filings. It's been ruled in California. Uh, U.S. appeals court just ruled. Uh, that opens the door to the state attorney general. Potential scrutiny of the Koch brothers' nonprofit organizations' major contributions. All these things are targeting Republicans. Mm-hmm. Are you telling me that there's no billionaires who are messing with elections and donating, I don't know, Tom Steyer comes to mind? No, our
2: system is pristine. It's not sullied y- yeah. at all. What are you talking about? Oh, I know. Are you referencing something? Yeah.
1: Jeez. Oh, boy. I mean, you've got Warren Buffett, fat piece of crap Buffett. you got Tom Steyer. You've got uh, George Soros, who are up to their eyeballs in this stuff. But you're going to investigate the Koch brothers and Americans for Prosperity.
2: And you do remember the big plan, I don't know seven eight years ago uh of George Soros it was the SOS project Secretary yeah. of State yeah let's which go, has been, let's go for the people that are in charge of, of counting the votes in each state
1: obviously pretty effective too mm-hmm. that was a I mean that was a smart idea it
2: sure was evil
1: let's spend a lot of money trying to uh influence who sits in the office that counts the votes hmm genius what a what a plan that's interesting mm. that's interesting do we have a phone number Ivan Ivan, mm-hmm. can anybody call? Is there? it's right there. Oh. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's interesting. That's interesting. People just dial
2: that then? Yeah, that's okay. what they do. <laughs> or they could tweet us as well.
1: <laughs> also, uh coming up in a few minutes, we're going to talk about this uh Canadian healthcare thing. Yesterday we were talking about it. And I think I made a reference to an example of um somebody who had to wait for health care. It apparently angered somebody whose mom actually received quality health care in Canada now I don't remember saying and I'm pretty sure I didn't say that there's never been a patient who received quality care in Canada okay I don't think I've ever said that no and I gave an example of a, a woman who got who was diagnosed with uh, cancer who had a had to wait a year for surgery now that specific person I mentioned I think that story might have actually come from uh, Sweden but there's a million I don't know about a million. There are a lot of stories of people who've had to wait a year for surgery in Canada or longer. Plenty of examples of the exact same thing. Like USA Today had an article. Um, This was, I think, 2016. They wrote an article about people frustrated by lung waits in Canada. And so because of that, there's an increasing number of Canadians heading to the United States and elsewhere for uh, treatment. And they cite the example of Sharon Shambla, diagnosed with a form of blood cancer that could only be treated with a particular particular stem slant, uh, stem cell transplant. And there was a Toronto hospital 100 miles east of her home in St. Mary's, Ontario, and one of three facilities in the province that could provide the life-saving treatment, but there was an eight-month waiting list. So instead, four months after her diagnosis, she finally got tired of waiting and headed to Buffalo, New York for treatment, but that was, it was too late. She died. Um, you know, and there are people who are really happy with their health care in Canada, but there are many who are not. There are uh, in let's see 2016. This is uh I think the latest numbers they have available. 63,000 people left Canada for treatment elsewhere.
2: Wow, that says it all right there. 63,000. Okay, so don't tell me it's a perfect system.
1: I'm not saying ours is, but you know at least we're trying not to be beholden to the government for every single morsel they can they can give us and we're begging for scraps
2: at their table. And you said some people like it. Well, that's because they don't know any better. They don't know right. anything differently. Yeah.
1: There's a, we got some tweets too uh about healthcare in Canada. Oh, yes. Do you have those?
2: Yeah, they're over here. I'll grab them.
1: I think I have them uh here if I can find it. I got you. Um do you now? Do you have me? Because uh, I don't seem to have it. Okay, now, finally. <laughs> what did that take? Eight seconds? Uh, four steps. Eight seconds of my life I won't get back, Keith. Thank or you. you could have
2: just reached over Thank your own you. hand, but I'm happy to help.
1: Uh, so, Misty tweeted out, after hearing what we were talking about with Canadian healthcare yesterday, listening to the show, 10% of Ontario, Canada, my province, doesn't have a primary doctor. That's more than 1.3 million people in one Province. They use walk-in clinics or emergency uh clinics for basic care. Some wait fifteen years to get a doctor. Wow. And it's not always a year for surgery. My neighbor waited three and a half years for a hip replacement. Good golly. Three and a half years. Then two more years for a needed second surgery to correct the first one. Five And a half years for one hip replacement. Oh, and I forgot to add the one and a half years before the first surgery just to see the specialist and get approved for the surgery. So basically, in certain circumstances, I'll add that part. You can get a new hip in seven years in Canada.
2: <laughs> so, oh, that's um that's I mean, express that fantastic. service right there. And, I, it's just, awesome. A point of clarification, so that no one accuses you of of misstating something here. You did say, you know, some people wait 15 years mm-hmm. um, before they can get to a doctor, or something like that. No, I think well, what that's Misty is saying, according to the tweet, right? I think what Misty is saying is they wait 15 years to even bother going in for just like routine checkups, stuff like that, because it's right. just not worth the trouble. And they're like, you know what? I'll go next decade. So, yeah, I mean, mm. we're not running there for healthcare.
1: I don't know way. too many people who do go to Canada for healthcare. I, In fact, I've never heard of it. Maybe it happens. I don't know. There, there's a story in, in this article about Angela Bouguera. She, she owns an art gallery in Edmonton, Alberta. She was experiencing hip deterioration, and it was interfering with everything she did. She had to walk with a cane. She was put on a waiting list for a hip replacement. And her doctor advised her to explore private treatment options. She might be able to get access more quickly because her pain was so severe. And her mobility was really a problem. So she did a worldwide search for a suitable clinic. Took into account the additional cost of flights and the range of options. She finally decided to go to uh, the Cayman Islands for treatment. She paid approximately 18,000 Canadian, which is 14,000 here, for the cost of surgery and a hospital stay. And she says it was completely worth it. We went off season, stayed for a glorious three weeks. Total cost was 25,000 Canadian to regain at least one year of my life. I would have been waiting at least one more year in our system. And obviously, everybody doesn't do that. Um, But socialism is not the answer. It's just not the answer ever to any of these problems. And only we have all of history is all to uh, show that's true. Just all of history. Other than that, no proof at all. 888 thirty three ninety three. 3393 Other than that. Let me tell you about a uh, real superfood. And a real superfood that tastes good. Because every superfood I've ever heard of is nasty. You know, like kale uh, and quinoa. Quinoa... I don't know if it's nasty. It just doesn't taste like anything. What do I need a product for that I can flavor with other stuff? Why don't I just buy other things and eat them because they're already flavored? Anyway, uh, Brickhouse Nutrition came up with Field of Greens because they had a goal of creating real superfoods specially designed to enhance your health and help you reach your full, full potential. They know that there's a lot of people like me who just don't like vegetables Field of Greens is a real superfood. It's not an extract. And the difference that sets it apart can be seen right on the bottle. It has a nutrition facts panel because it's real food. It, it so they didn't go off the cliff with the rest of the industry. One scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real, certified vegan, vegetarian, and USDA organic fruits and vegetables complete with antioxidants. It just it's good, clean, daily energy that fuels your body for a healthier and happier lifestyle go to brickhousepat.com and try field of greens today you'll get 10 percent off when you use the offer code pat brickhousepat.com
0: pat gray on the blaze radio network Gray is here.
1: And I'm really glad you are as well. 888-900-3393. The White House economic advisor took issue with some of the things uh, Barack Obama said the other day. Because, well, he took credit for what's going on now. (laughs) This guy's unbelievable. (laughs) He took none of the blame for when things were going badly. All of the credit for when he's been out of office for two years. Unbelievable. So Kevin Hassett, who's the chair of the White House Council of Economic Advisors, dispelled the notion, to use Obama's word, <laughs> let me be clear, this notion that former President Barack Obama can claim credit for the recent economic boom has occurred during the Trump administration. Uh, take a look.
3: One of the hypotheses that's been floating around about the economy lately is that the strong economy that we're seeing is just a continuation of recent trends. And uh, you know, since we're the nerds at the White House, uh, we decided that this is a testable hypothesis, and so that what we can do is we can go out and we can estimate recent trends, uh, that is trends that ran in the economy up to the point of the last election, and then compare the latest data to the recent trends. Uh, And so the blue part uh, to the left of the slide uh, is what happened from the uh, 2012 election through the 2016 election, Uh, and the dotted uh, blue line is the trend that President Trump inherited from the previous president, and the red line (laughs) is what actually happened with the data. Uh, And so I think that if you look at this chart, you can see that the first thing is small business optimism. Uh, The middle chart is the percent reporting, now is a good time to expand. The last one is the percent expecting higher real sales in six months. I think if you look at any of those, you'd say, geez, that doesn't really look like the continuation of a recent trend. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: these charts are just, they, they trend yeah, way that. upward as of 2017. Holy cow. And that's just and that's just a small sample. This guy had all sorts of fun stuff for us to digest in, but That was just a small, makes the point that shut up, Obama.
1: That's great. Mm-hmm. Because... You know, it's been our experience with Republicans. They don't defend themselves. Mm -hmm. They hear the Obama nonsense. They just don't even address it. They don't even talk about it.
2: Not so with
1: the Trump administration. And again, that's why he's been elected.
2: And that's a good point. Think about this. This was a White House, whatever he call himself, you know, a nerd or whatever, you know, crunching Mm -hmm. the numbers and everything. Mm -hmm. Outside of Trump? Who is defending themselves? McConnell doesn't defend no. anything the GOP does. And of course, what no. the GOP does. Typically George is W. Bush never defended himself. Never. But like, what other elected Republicans are defending themselves against these attacks from someone as um, as well known as Obama? I mean, you could do it to anybody if they want to. But if Obama is going to call out, see that that's why they're struggling in the polls because a they don't stand for anything, and b mm-hmm. the stuff that they could hang their hat on, they don't. They're terrible.
1: They're terrible at PR. Uh, and it always amazes me when Democrats talk about how bad they are at PR. Are you kidding me? That's all you guys do is PR. You don't stand for anything. You just do PR. The Republicans are inept in almost every way, but they're especially bad with public public relations and the perception of them. And so this is great to hit back at it and say, shut up. You're, it's not even close to a continuation of your policies. Go back into hiding, please, by all that is holy. Take your $100 million Netflix deal and go make some stupid shows that nobody's going to watch. Right. Oh, man. Meanwhile, Jimmy Carter, he's actually been uh, kind of surprising lately. He sees little hope for the U.S. to change his human rights and environmental policies as long as Donald Trump is in the White House. But he has warning for his fellow Democrats looking to oust him don't go too far to the left. Hello? Yeah, they've already done that, Jimmy, but thank you. Uh, he said, independents need to know they can invest their vote in the Democratic Party. Um, it's delicate, and Carter acknowledged even contradictory advice coming from the 93-year-old former president, underscores, though, the complicated political calculations for Democrats as they prepare for the midterms. He even said himself, Rosie and I voted for Bernie Sanders in the past. Oh my. Rosalind Carter and Jimmy Carter voted for a socialist to become president. And now he's telling the Democrats don't go too far. Well, my friend, <laughs> that horse is out of the barn. That ship has sailed. Wow! Still, he said, we've got to appeal to independents who are souring on the current administration, according to him. Trump's job approval rating is, according to Gallup, has dipped to 40 percent. Mostly because of declining support with independents and uh, Carter's warning is, hey, we still want to appeal to them. So maybe we're going to have to pretend we're not socialists for a little while longer. But people are so eager about the socialism to come, they can't help themselves. They they just keep admitting, Yeah, we're socialists, what of it? It's time to get rid of capitalism. We're proud of it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed. Coming up.
0: Gray The Blaze Radio Network Pat Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network
1: 900 3393 this is laughable <laughs> Jamie Dimon who is uh the <laughs> JP Morgan Chase CEO he says he could beat Trump in an election I'm smarter than he is I'm sorry who <laughs> Jamie Diamond, yeah. you keep thinking that and go out and waste all kinds of, uh, spend a billion dollars trying to be elected and uh, get 1% of the vote.
2: Yeah. You know who would have a better chance would be uh, Dustin Diamond, who played Screech, saved by the Bell, than Jamie Diamond. But good luck, sir. Mm-hmm. Screech would have. He'd get more votes. Oh, totally. His people oh. at least know who he is. Oh, I guarantee you right now, you don't get it. There's no speeches, no debates. Mm-hmm. If on the ballot it said... Dustin Diamond, known as Screech. Parentheses, mm-hmm. Screech. Right? And, that, and that, that's how Beto's. if, if he wins, it's going to be because they allow you to put nicknames on the uh, Texas ballot. Well,
1: i bet, of course, he's going to be listed as mm-hmm. Beto.
2: Yeah. So, I mean. Of course. You have Dustin Diamond versus mm-hmm. this guy. You know nothing other than Screech and JP Morgan. Boom. Screech is going to win three <laughs> to one.
1: It's great. It's amazing how full of themselves people get. Uh, for no apparent reason. Why? Why would you even think that you could get a single vote if you're Jamie Dimon? I mean, maybe your wife. I don't know. I doubt it. Mm. I doubt even she'd vote, even though I don't know her. I still doubt she'd vote for him. <laughs> Crazy. <sighs> uh, think Progress is all pissed off right now because um, they wanted Facebook to fact check right wing sites. Uh, you know, Fox News. Uh, and of course, talk show hosts go fact check everything they say. Well, Facebook just fact checked Think Progress, and now they're all pissed off. Well, not us. We don't want you to fact check us. You should let us lie out our rectal cavity. Fact check Fox News, not us. Fantastic. In a critical article published on Tuesday, Ian Milheiser of Think Progress accused Facebook of bias against the left. Okay, jeez. Over a fact checking uh, finding against their article on Brett Kavanaugh. The article claimed that Kavanaugh had already stated he was willing to overturn Roe v. Wade. The Weekly Standard fact checked uh, and denied the claim that Kavanaugh had ever stated that he would overturn the decision. Even if that position could be argued from statements he's made. While Think Progress engages in an argument to suggest how Kavanaugh might vote in Roe v. Wade, uh, the article does not provide evidence that Kavanaugh said he would kill Roe v. Wade. That's so great. Uh, but not according to uh, Think Progress. Um, but there are. They're uh, really upset. They said Facebook's entire relationship with the Weekly Standard appears driven by reckless disregard for the truth. That's just, uh, I-, I love it because the left's rules never apply to them. They only want, you know, all they want is for the right to be oppressed. They can't win the actual arguments. That's why you never see any lefty on a right wing channel or show. <laughs> they can't defend themselves. They can't defend their policies. They can't defend their ideology because it doesn't make any sense. And so they just avoid it. And then they want everybody else to shut down contrasting points of view. They can't win on the battlefield of ideas. I mean, look at what we've become here. Last week, PJ Media contributor, Fox News guest, Denise McAllister, sent out a tweet, and it was a strong one denouncing the abortion movement. Uh, Little did she know that just a few days later, she'd have to go into hiding with her children because she's afraid for her life. Uh, She went public about receiving death threats and rape threats. And by the way, (coughs) this this is a a woman who has been raped in the past. This is just total ugliness. So pro-abortion Twitter users championed the threats against her. That's how bad these people are. It's just amazing. Her tweet was, At the root of this abortion hysteria is women's unhinged desire for irresponsible sex. Sex is their god. Abortion is their sacrament. It's abhorrent as women have flung themselves from the heights of being the world's civilizing force. To the muck and mire of dehumanizing depravity. Hmm. And then just proving her point about uh, their dehumanizing depravity, abortion activists jumped all over her, calling her everything from crazy to a misogynist to a supporter of the handmaid's tale. <laughs> Jeez. But the, the real danger came from other sources. Uh, McAllister said she's received death and rape threats over multiple forms of private communication. They're threats outside of Twitter, stating they know where I live. Threats of rape and strangling. She said, "I, I spoke to police. I'm on home watch by the police in her area. My children are very frightened. On Sunday, she went public about the threats. I'm facing legit death and rape threats because I have dared... To call out the women who are hysterical about abortion and to challenge them to be responsible and not to elevate sex to the point that they're willing to kill human life to avoid their responsibilities. How sick is that? It's pretty sick. It's pretty sick. But she got no support from the left on Twitter. No. Monica D. responded, yeah, people don't respond. They don't react well to your extremism. Oh, okay. Well, then that makes it all right. Another uh, Women's March feminist said to her, we hope you get raped. And again, somebody who has been in the past.
2: What have we said? You cannot talk to the other side anymore. That's right. You can't even begin a conversation because this is what you get.
1: Oh, they're so unhinged, especially on the abortion thing. I, is there... What is it about abortion that is so important to them? It goes beyond the woman's right to choose. This is, it's it's a religious fervor. It's a cult fervor. It's something that I just, I, I can't even begin to understand why you're so adamant about taking human life.
2: I mean, it is an obsession. They They are so adamant. On protecting the right to to murder babies. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about Mm -hmm. that. Like, we're not saying they are so obsessed with the rich paying 90% of their income. Yes. We're talking literally about a matter of life and death. If there's going to be something you're going to be hysterically obsessed with, can it be something that doesn't involve that? No, it is the most extreme stance on the most extreme view. It's seriously, it's, it's... it makes me sad. This is 2018. Nothing makes sense. And it's just you I, I don't know how we move forward in a country where we literally cannot speak to each other.
1: Yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean,
2: reasonable people can can argue about abortion. They can they can mm-hmm. maybe maybe it's 3 months, maybe it's 6 months, whatever. I mean, you can have a reasonable discussion with someone that is that is pro-choice and pro-life, okay? But the vocal minority is starting to feel like the vocal majority with crap like this it's uh, maybe it's just the worst among us, but boy, they are loud and boy they uh, perception is reality and um, it's it's scary where we're at right now as a society.
1: To the point where they're not even making sense in their own reality. Uh, a progressive liberal activist or progressive liberal atheist named Kristen told uh, Denise McAllister that her soul is in jeopardy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, aren't you an atheist? Y- you don't believe in souls. <laughs> how can her how can her non-existent soul be in jeopardy? Wow, she wrote. Uh, she tweeted. In case you you aren't aware, your soul is in jeopardy for judging others. As all sins are created equal in your ideology, you might refer to your Bible for clarification on judgment of others. Now, uh, uh, now I guess as an atheist, you don't you don't seem to understand what the judgment thing is all about. But she tweeted out. Uh, parts of Matthew 7 do not judge or you too will be judged for in the same way you judge others you will be judged and with the measure you use it you use it will be measured to you yeah this it's a common misunderstanding in fact it might be one of the biggest mistakes people made make about biblical references yeah we're not supposed to judge unrighteously we don't judge where people are going to wind up Like, I don't know who's going to hell because that's not my decision to make. So, I can't judge your soul. What I can judge are your actions. What I have to judge are your actions and what's right and what's wrong. And killing a baby is wrong. We have to make that judgment. Jesus explicitly told his disciples to use discernment. And uh, to train people to obey everything he taught us. And so you're going to have to judge when those violations occur, right? Just, it's such an unbelievable, popular misconception that you can never make any kind of judgment about anything or anything, any situation that that people wind up in.
2: And just help us, help us to understand your point of view, okay? And mm-hmm. it's not by um, threatening rape, or murder of a woman who has expressed her opinion. Okay, so if you mm. want us to come to your side, ultimately I know you do, then engage in a civil conversation. Convince me that you're right. Tell me where the line should be drawn, if at all. And let's just talk about it instead of, man, I hope you get raped. Yeah. I yeah. hope your family dies. Come on, what? No.
1: And that happens all the time. They they never, they never address... What she is saying, they never refute the things that she is saying. They just attack the person who says it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Almost every single time. And that's why we can't have a decent discussion with anybody. Especially on on abortion. And this is one of the reasons we let it go for so long. We're like, yeah, okay, there's no winning that discussion. Yeah, that that just gets too contentious. I don't want people to hope i get raped so i'm not going to say anything about it well that time is over and uh dc McAllister tweeted out something pretty strong and whether you agree with it or not i mean her general statement about how obsessed the left is with abortion is accurate
2: they made her point they did for her in a very very big way
1: Absolutely made her point, uh, proof positive of everything she said. Uh, but now, she just needs protection from police, and and she and her children are in hiding. And the loving left, man, they are so inclusive, aren't they?
2: So tolerant. America 2018.
1: Startling. 888 900 Uh And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You know, losing weight can really be tough and once you hit a certain age it gets even tougher but it's always hard it's a real struggle and we want you want to lose those extra pounds or and once you lose them you want to keep them off there is something that can give you a leg up in this process it's called red and it's safe it's natural it's fda acknowledged Riduzone took the good stuff in olive oil and created a patented product containing OEA. And that's been shown to boost metabolism and help to reduce appetite. So you don't think about food all day. If you're not thinking about, geez, I just have to get through to tonight. And then I'm going to have a giant bowl <laughs> of bluebell ice cream. <laughs> yeah. It just, it's just helpful not to have to go through that every day. So if you've been on a roller coaster ride with your weight, Try RidUzone. See if it doesn't help. Order it today at R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E dot com. RidUzone.com. Enter the promo code PAT and you'll get 30% off a of three-month supply. It's RidUzone.com. Promo code PAT for 30% off a of three-month supply. RidUzone.com.
0: Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network.
1: Prey Unleashed. 888 900 And at patunleashed.com. This gives you a little uh, clue as to what we're facing in our society right now. An amazing statistic at an Ivy League school that you may have heard of uh, called Yale. It has uh, uh, its just been discovered that there are uh, more Yale freshmen who identify as LGBTQIA2 than identify as conservatives. <laughs> There's more gay and bisexual students at Yale entering yes. as freshmen than conservatives.
2: Jeez. That's awesome.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> uh, the, papers, the survey, uh, the results of which are composed of 864 respondents or just over half of the freshman class found that only 9% of respondents identified as somewhat conservative with 1% identifying as very conservative. On the other hand, LGBTQ respondents uh, greatly outnumbered conservatives. According to the survey, nearly 5% were identified as gay and just over 9% more bi or trans. That's fourteen percent to nine percent. Three percent opted not to answer. Remaining eight percent identified as asexual. Well, that's on the spectrum too. So that you got to add that. That's twenty-two percent then. <laughs> it's that is twenty-two percent of the incoming Yale class identifying in the LGBT. QQIA2 sphere
2: infinity. You left you left off the little infinity. Thing. Oh
1: yeah, I did. Dang it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> so conservatism is a dying. It's a dying ideology, apparently. Uh, or you could also think of it this way: Yale sucks. Oh yeah, <laughs> and as does the entire Ivy League. And you just, I mean. If you're a parent, I don't see how you send your child there. If you're a and you're paying good money to have them indoctrinated too. You're paying I don't know what is it, 50, 60,000 a semester or a year and you know, that's just the beginning. You're going to come out of that spending $200,000 by the time they graduate for them to be turned into little progressives or socialists. Yep. That hurts.
2: Jeez. What was what was the official uh, reasoning for starting Yale? Am I getting it confused with Harvard? Harvard was to uh, train up priests and pastors or something, right? Yeah, it
1: was religiously based.
2: So Yale's founding was for what purpose? Mm. Do we know? I'll look that up.
1: To turn uh, students into uh, lesbians, bisexuals, and gays.
2: Well, then their charter has been accomplished. Yeah,
1: they're, they're there pretty much. Oh, it
2: was for um, public employment, both in church and civil state thats yeah, what they, they were both for so they
1: both had a religious background mm-hmm. both Harvard and Yale <laughs> that's something else that it? is
2: good times in America wow hmm.
1: so what do you do as an alternative well there's a lot of other schools obviously and if you wanted you know if you want to go to a prestigious school there's always rice which is located in the heart of Houston Texas although there's they're still pretty liberal you got Stanford you know you've got some places that are good academically, but uh, it's. I mean, it's even infiltrated to a certain extent. Colleges like BYU, which is pretty darn conservative, hmm. but you're you're still going to get uh, liberal professors in there, and there's going to be certain classes where they just spew progressive ideology. And I don't, you know, I don't want that. I just don't want that. It's really hard to overcome that. When you send them and you're paying all this money and you've set these professors up as the authorities, well, of course, the kids act as sponges and they just soak all that in. Well, we we told them to. We set them up to do that. So maybe, I don't know, maybe go to a trade school. Maybe go to a community college. You're going to spend a lot less. You're still going to get a degree. And maybe you uh, you won't get the same kind of Propaganda blitz that you get in an Ivy League school. And
2: how valuable are these (laughs) degrees, anyhow? Uh, Didn't you just have, Mm -hmm. was it, I forget, was it Microsoft, Apple, somebody just last week or something said, you you definitely do not have to have a college degree. Yeah, they don't care as
1: much about it. Mm -hmm. They want to see what you can do. And a lot of kids can really do some pretty amazing things with computer programming and all kinds of stuff that they've already figured out. So I don't know. Yeah, you got to weigh those options carefully. Because it can be really hazardous to your kid's mindset, and then you got a lot of undoing to get involved with. It's painful. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Tell you something else that was painful yesterday: the talk, which is the View, uh, except CBS's version of the View. It uh, they sit around some women sit around a table and talk about politics. Well, yesterday, the talk came to uh, CBS chairman Les Moonvez, who had to step down as CEO. The interesting thing is Julie Chen is on that show too. Normally she's taken a leave, I guess for a little while to be with her family. Um, but Julie Chen is the husband of Les Moonvez.
2: <laughs> so uh,
1: this was a <laughs> little bit awkward. I'm sure for the girls <laughs> to start talking about Leslie Moonvez. Uh, one of their co-hosts is married to him. Here's what they had to say.
3: Just because this hits close to home, it doesn't change this story. All women's stories matter He's All not
0: been convicted now. of any crime, but obviously the man has a problem.
1: But today we say
0: enough is enough. Mr. moonvez released a statement addressing mm. the latest allegations published in The New Yorker, saying, untrue allegations from decades ago are now being made against me that are not consistent with who I am. I am deeply saddened to be leaving the company.
1: What an interesting statement. Obviously the man has not been convicted of anything, but... Obviously he has a problem. <laughs> Wait. You just said you just said he hasn't been convicted yet. So why are you assuming it's obvious that he has a problem? Huh? He denies it vehemently. He said, "No, I didn't do any of these things 20 years ago, 30 years ago. I I this is not me. I don't do it. I'm not doing that." But you've decided he has a problem because he's been accused. Wow. It's uh going to be interesting to see when Julie Chen comes back to the little round table how uh, she responds to some of the things that they said. And if she believes it, wow. It's a, it's a bizarre situation we find ourselves in now because the, what Hillary Clinton said is kind of the perception in America now. These women have a right to be believed. Well, no. But that's the theory we seem to be going on, and they are being believed. And so Les Moonves got kicked out of his company. He we was supposed to get $100 million to leave um, because of the allegations. Now, they're saying he leaves with nothing.
2: Because of allegations?
1: Yeah, because of allegations.
2: Can they... Why don't they just wait and say, look, we're going to hold on to it until we see if you're convicted or not? Nobody
1: can do that. Okay. I, it's really it's a it's out of control because nobody is waiting to see well hold it the guy hasn't had his day, his day in court yet triple eight 93393 more back grand leash coming up
0: Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Hi, it's Pat, and I want to tell you about another podcast that I think you're going to love. It's called The News and Why It Matters. It's a group of us just talking about the news stories that we think are important every day and why those stories matter to you. The News and Why It Matters. Look for it wherever you download your favorite podcast.
0: Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Boy, this hurricane that's bearing down on the Carolinas uh, is frightening. Now, sometimes, you know, they sort of peter out as they get closer to shore. They don't foresee that happening to a great degree, but, you know, you can always hope and pray. I guess it's turned slightly southward now, and they're looking at a, it's a four now. They think by landfall, it's a three, which is still pretty powerful. And then you got the storm surge, and but the wind has died down a little bit. It's just going to be, yeah, it could be really ugly. So thoughts and prayers with everybody on the coast. Uh, we, we've been through that in Houston, trying to decide whether or not to leave when Category 5 storms are on their way and you don't know where it's going to hit. Is it going to be a direct assault on the city? Is it going to hit just slightly off? Are we going to be on the dirty side of it? They always tell you to uh, hunker down, at least they they told us, hunker down for wind, flee for flooding. Because you don't want to drown. And if the wind is not going to be 170 miles an hour, then you can usually withstand that. Uh, But that's a tough decision, boy. I remember when um, Rita was headed toward Houston, everybody evacuated and 3 million people were out on the freeway system. And just everything jammed up just dead stopped. Dead stopped for days and days. Nothing could get in or out of Houston. People ran out of gas. They had no way to get gas because there was no gas to be had. And lots of people died in that evacuation. It was really, really ugly. So hopefully it won't uh, turn out to be that way in the Carolinas. But it's a scary event. Yeah, It's a scary event. And by the way, uh, we're trying to get prepared for this. We're, we've got Forces on the ground near there already, kind of waiting to see what's happening. And as soon as we can, we're going to move in there with, with uh, aid, with all kinds of help. So if you'd like to help out that cause, go to Mercury 1.org Just click on the link for the hurricane relief. Mm-hmm. And every penny you give goes to the hurricane relief.
2: Yeah, we will make sure that the supplies that uh, you donate... Uh, that you fund the donation of will get to the mm-hmm. people as opposed to sitting on tarmacs like uh, the local government there left in Puerto Rico. Yeah,
1: like how Puerto many Maria. bottles of water
2: was it? They, they think millions? Uh, so yeah, was reporter, it, We have an image, actually, of, of what it looks can like. Can we see then.
1: the image? Because that is staggering to yeah. see all those bottles of water sitting on the tarmac. And I think they're... Are they still sitting on the tarmac? Yeah, this was just
2: taking, This has just been going viral the last couple of days. That has to be millions of bottles of water. That I mean, that is... And they're just sad.
1: sitting there waiting to be taken to people. Well, what happened
2: there? Yeah, when did Hurricane? What happened? Let's see. Wow. Hurricane Maria made landfall. When was that? It's been over a year. Yep, it was uh, September 16th, 2017. So it's been a year. Right out of year.
1: Oh, September 16th. Okay. Um, wow. So. Uh, all right. Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three, and mm. Pat Unleashed in the Twitterverse.
2: That's not a Trump failure, by the way. No, they got. It, it I mean, there. got it there. I mean, what do you want them to do? Do you want them to carry it to each home? That's where the local municipality needs to take Let over me ask and you this. distribute.
1: Does Donald Trump drive? Hmm. Could he not be there and just put some stuff in a trunk a and take it into I mean, people?
2: The president of the United States, can him a gas-up car, right? And a trunk, he, should, have a he trunk? doesn't have enough money to pay for a tank of gas to get that stuff down where it needs to go. Maybe we could get a pickup truck and they could put it in the bed of the truck and he could drive around and then Melania could First help she could. carry it to the doors. But exactly. oh no, she's not wearing no, the right shoes. shoes so that's a bad. problem,
1: right? Mm-hmm. She'd be in high heels and that's worthless. So we can't have that. Uh, <laughs> Randy in Florida, you're on the blaze. Hi.
4: Hey, how are you doing? Doing uh, good. Yeah, I'm. I'm calling. I'm here in Florida, in Venice, Florida, and I'm thankful. Well, I'm. I'm glad that. Let's put it this way: the hurricanes up there. We had our had of here last year, and it was really bad. But anyway, the reason I'm calling is you were talking about the people, the they're for abortion, why they're mm-hmm. so strong, and about uh, their position and all that. I just. My opinion is, uh, well, they've intentionally, if you intentionally murder your own child, I mean, just thinking about that and saying that, your own baby, it's really terrible. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a crime. It's against the baby yourself, against nature, just to do something like that. And I think that deep down inside, they know they're wrong. They know they're guilty. It's, they just can't face it because it's, it's one of the worst things you can imagine doing. Mm-hmm. So they take their rage out on everybody else. It's they hate themselves so much they can't face what they've done, or they won't face what they themselves and what they've done. So that's why they're so strong and, and raging on and on about this. That's, Pre- that's what I think.
1: Thanks, Randy. Appreciate it. That could be. That, that may well be for those who have had abortions. Doesn't explain people like you know Hillary Clinton, for instance. Why is she so adamant about it? She's never had an abortion. The politicians who have not had abortions but are just so stringent about it. Why? i It's such a political hot button. And I, I know there's some money in it. I just don't know who's getting rich in abortion, in the abortion industry. Uh, its It's a strange phenomenon, but I don't know. A part, that may be part of it. Randy, appreciate the call. Uh, Ken in Nevada, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi,
4: Pat. Hey. Hey. Uh, the reason I was calling is um, you were talking about, uh, what's his name? M- Nunes or the head of CBS that just uh, resigned. Oh, uh, Moonves? Of, Leslie Moonves. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Moonves. Yep. Um, the reason I was calling is that He's been convicted in the public court of opinion, and yet he will never have a court date because all this stuff happened so many years ago that the statute of limitations has run out. So they won't even they wouldn't even schedule a trial for him. So he could never be proved guilty.
1: Yeah, I think from and a so this is I think from a criminal being done. I think from a criminal standpoint that that might be true. But, I, you know, mm-hmm. you could have a civil court because if these, if these women bring lawsuits against him, that's when you could go to court and that's when you could meh, that's when you could meet your accuser. Um,
2: I don't know. It seems like I, – I don't know. Thanks, Ken.
1: I, I, I don't know if there's a statute of limitations on the civil trial, what too.
2: Wants, what, if, what if Moonves says, what if there is a statute of limitations on this stuff? And you're like, you know, what? no, 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 no. I, I'm willing to take the risk. I'm going to clear my name. I wonder if they could mm. force the issue in a court of law.
1: It'd be interesting to see. It'd be risky. Know. It'd be very risky. Clyde in Utah. Hi, you're on the blaze.
4: Hey, Pat. Hey. I'm just calling. I was, I was thinking about your comments about Mr. Moon, Moon, Munez. I'm sorry if I've murdered his name.
1: That's all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: you, you made the comment that uh, they're able to not have to pay him a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. and It got me thinking that you know you see companies all the time, especially in the Fortune 500 companies where and employees worked there for 20 plus years and they're about to be vested in the retirement system, and then all of a sudden they get laid off and are replaced by a lower paid employee. Yep. I can't help but. Yep. Is this the same thing that's happening with him? Hey, let's just get some ladies to accuse him. Don't have to prove it. We got out of our $100 million payment to him. Hmm.
1: I mean, that's. Another possibility, I would say, and we'll never know because, thanks for the call, Clyde, we'll we'll never know because these things don't go to trial. Are these women uh, credible? I don't know. Um, But you should always be able to face your accusers, right? And so far, at least, uh, I haven't seen any of that. Supposedly, CBS did some kind of investigation, but with that kind of money on the line, do you trust it? I don't know. That's $100 million that they're saving now because they just say, well, you've violated your dirtbag clause. And so we don't owe you a penny. Get out. Well, wow. That was convenient. But see, because we've seen so much of this and nobody's had their day in court and nobody has gone through due process yet. Has anybody had due process? I don't think so. <laughs> no.
2: Uh, what do we got? Uh, this all
1: kind of started with Weinstein. He hasn't even had due process yet. Just started yet.
2: that process. Yeah,
1: that's just beginning. So, um, is it possible that CBS enlisted the help of some women and accusations? Yeah, is it possible that some women who knew him thought, "Hey, this is my way to get a massive payoff"? Like the like some of the women at Fox got. I mean, Gretchen Carlson got twenty million dollars. Twenty million dollars in that settlement. That's a pretty good payday. And uh, was Roger Ailes able to defend himself? No, he was gone by then he was he was dead already. So I don't know. I mean I we suspected things about Roger Ailes when Glenn worked there and we all worked in the building but I don't know anything for a fact that's for sure. So when you you, you know you don't go through due process we don't know these women. Should your accusation be taken seriously? Yes. But should you be immediately believed? Absolutely not. This is still
2: the United States of America. It, wait, it, are we sure? No. Okay. <laughs> no. That's not that like breaking news. <laughs> and I, that's why I kind of stopped yeah. for a second. I was like, wait, is that It's really kind of not.
1: So you don't have to, you, you don't, you're not mm-hmm. innocent until proven guilty anymore. Because apparently this isn't
2: America anymore. Yeah, I've got a uh, coffee mug Carrie got me as a gift once and uh, when you fill it up with the hot coffee, you know, you, you mm-hmm. see like some of your rights going away kind of fading away, you know, like, like the text of the Bill <laughs> of Rights is on the outside of the mug. Let me make it clear. Mm-hmm. And then they just kind of fade away as they get hot. Um, and then there's a few that are still there, you know, like the quartering of soldiers thing. You know, there's a few that are still <laughs> intact. Well, so the
1: quartering uh, of sol- soldiers, we always maintain that right. Apparently that's that the right? one
2: that's still hanging on. Wow,
1: that's great. So okay.
2: uh, then I made the mistake of uh, washing dishes once, and I put it in the dishwasher, and now the Bill of Rights is just this nasty mess of, you can't even read it, It's just, and it just seems more appropriate that way now, because it's <laughs> just the Bill of Rights, and then it's there's nothing left. <laughs> And there we go. And there we go. That's, we go. What, that's, that's
4: what
1: we sort of where we actually are
2: uh-huh. So uh, in reality. Happy 2018, America. Yay! Yes! Constitution Day. Yay. You know, that day that no longer really Yay. matters coming up next week.
1: 888 uh, 900 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up in a sec. Also, we have uh, Chewing the Fat uh, just a few minutes from now. Uh, Jeff, you'll be in here. Uh, Let me tell you about home title lock. This is something you may not know an awful lot about, um, but this is a growing problem, and it's a fast-growing, one of the fastest-growing felonies in America where people steal your title and mortgage online because they're all available there, and then they just transfer it over to a state, quit title deed, and then forge your signature, and they own your house. Uh, Then they can, you know, if you haven't made the payments on your house, whatever loan they took out from whatever bank starts calling you or sending you threatening mail uh, because you've made zero payments on your $100,000 equity loan. But you never took that out. Somebody who stole your house did. Some identity thief. And you're stuck with the payments. Welcome to your worst nightmare. It's a true story. It's happened many times. Home title fraud. FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes and it's because home titles and mortgages are stored online and it's really easy to get them. It takes about 15 minutes to do this process and it reaps huge benefits to the thieves. They can borrow money using your equity and leave you in debt or they could even sell your home right out from under you. No bank, no identity theft program or insurance can protect you from this. So do what I did. Sign up for Home Title Lock For just pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. And the second they detect any tampering, they get on it and shut it down. You might already be a victim of this fraud. You can find out for sure. Get your $100 search free with the sign-up at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Do this and get the peace of mind that this can't happen in your life. HomeTitleLock.com
0: Pat Gray On the Blaze Radio Network Cat Gray returns.
1: Welcome to it. 888-900-3393. Uh, Robert Spencer. Robert Spencer says, anybody who attempts to speak truthful, truthfully about Islam today is systematically targeted and vilified and that this is worse than McCarthy times. Oh, I think that's probably true. Uh, here's what he had to say. Robert Spencer, Um,
5: some things that people would um, maybe disagree with some things that people should do their own homework and go, wait a minute. He said this, let me look that up and go to original sources. Yes. Um, But I haven't heard anything uh, here that makes me say, well, I don't know anything that would make me say this, that you should be silenced. Well, obviously I don't think I should, but I think that anyone who speaks honestly about, The nature of this threat and the fact that there are elements of Islam that give rise to violence. This doesn't mean every Muslim is violent, but that the ones who are, are able to justify their actions by recourse to the holy texts. Anybody who speaks honestly about that is nowadays systematically targeted and vilified with an attempt Mm -hmm. to destroy and completely discredit him. Do you? hmm, are Are we in McCarthy times? Oh, yeah. This is worse than McCarthyism. Those guys could work, you know, they may have worked under pseudonyms, but they could work. I mean, I'm still doing this, but there's no chance I could get any other kind of work, even under a pseudonym, because it would be ultimately discovered and then that would be that. And the idea that speaking honestly about the the derivations of the jihad threat and its nature and magnitude today renders one a social pariah, I think is is Hmm. ridiculous and evidence of how topsy-turvy the world is, but that's how it is. Hmm. He uh, traces the problem
1: back to um, a speech given by George W. Bush after 9/11 in a mosque with an Al Qaeda financier.
5: Um, and here's what here's what he has to say about that. The last chapter is called "The The West Loses the Will to Live," and it is all about how our response to 9/11. And all the jihad activity that has happened subsequently has been on the wrong track. Starting on September 17th, 2001, when George W. Bush went into the mosque in Washington in the company of an Al-Qaeda financier who is now in prison for financing Al-Qaeda. And he's standing behind the president, Abdurrahman Alamudi, of the American Muslim Mm -hmm. Council. And he says Islam is a religion of peace. I mean, can you imagine FDR... Standing on the day after Pearl Harbor with a chief Nazi financier—it's it, it, it's inconceivable, and it uh, I think is a symbol of how the whole thing went wrong from the beginning. Wow. Wow. Well, you you know what W said about.
4: boom me once. Shame on. on
1: shame, shame on you. You. you can, although he did get fooled uh several more more times i believe and uh that's kind of the problem we got fooled on this uh islam thing what happened was and i i don't know if he talks about this in this last segment but everything got turned around back on us i mean we we were the victims of 9-11 and yet it was as if islam was the victim or muslims here were the victims because it, we were continually warned, don't take this out on Muslims. Don't get mad at Muslims. This isn't a war on Islam. Well, nobody was t- taking it out that I know of uh, on Muslims. W- show me where that uh, those attacks occurred. Every time we heard about them, they turned out to be false. Uh, but Robert Spencer recalls a time when he was speaking at an event and uh, saw an attendee holding
5: quite a sign. Listen to this. I was speaking last year at the University at Buffalo, but I really didn't speak. I just got yelled at for an hour and a half. Mm. And I was standing there, and every now and then I would say something, but most of the time they were just yelling too loud. I couldn't say anything. But there was a young man in the audience. He had a sign that said, Queers Against Islamophobia. And so... I had a manual of Islamic law with me, certified by al-Azhar, the foremost institution in Sunni Islam, where Barack Obama went to give his outreach speech to mm-hmm. the Muslim world in 2009. And I opened it up and I started to read about how the homosexual should be killed, should be put to death, both him who gives and him who receives, the whole thing, very set out. The whole place started to boo and boo and boo. And I held up the book. I said, you think I wrote this? You think this comes from me? And a young man came over in a kufi and a kaftan with the beard and he hugged the queers against Islamophobia guy and said, this is my best friend. And I said, look, I didn't originate these laws. Gays are being killed, put to death in Iran, in Mm -hmm. Saudi Arabia, in the ISIS domains, elsewhere, anywhere where Sharia is implemented. And you're completely inured to reality here. You're living in a fantasy world. But the thing is, I think that the left in America really does hate America so much mm-hmm. that they see this force that has been arrayed against Judeo-Christian Western wow. civilization for fourteen hundred years, and they see an ally. Wow, that's a pretty big charge. how about, yeah. how about this one? They mm. see an ally, and they think that the people that are here, that are, uh, you know, Linda Sarsour uh, behind a mask, uh, they're, they're they're different. Yeah, they're I think different. they do think they're different. Yeah. Okay. But I also do think they hate hate America and the West. I think so, too. I think so, too. George W. Bush
1: used to say all the time, they hate our freedom. Uh, and I don't know if that's what they hated. Uh, but they uh, they have allies in this country. That's for sure. The left just shuts every attempt down to try to do something about Islamic terror islamic extremism and they've got allies in the lgbtq movement how is that possible they hate homosexuals they don't tolerate homosexuality nor do they tolerate transism. are you are you trying to make sense yeah trying to trying to we've discussed it, this it's yeah it doesn't work no and you know as glenn has mentioned many times they're throwing homosexuals off the tops of buildings. ISIS was, was murdering homosexuals wherever they found them. All through Syria, in Iraq, Yemen. They're not your friends. So when you're holding up a sign that says queers against Islamophobia, uh, you're on the wrong track, my friend. You're just on the wrong track. But it's always the United States, right? And the American people that are the bad guy. Yeah, it's, it's never the people in the Middle East. It's just, wow, how did we get to this place and this mindset <laughs> that everything is so upside down? It's frightening. It's fr- and I, frankly, how do you fix it at this point? We've It's gone so far down the tracks now that it's going to be tough to bring back. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. And it pat unleashed on Twitter. From born on the fourth of July, tweets out, my husband's been a professor at our local community college for 20 years. He has to watch what he says uh, to the in-house leftists because the retribution would be immediate and intense. There can be no differing conversation. That's at, at a community college? That's really sad. Really sad. And so you have to watch what you say at all times, or else you'll lose your job. You just will. You will. It will be intense, and you probably won't get hired anywhere else to be a college professor. Uh, we got this tweet from Martin Flatulence. Martian Flatulence. <laughs> not Martin. Oh, no.
2: Martin, Martian Martin, Martin Flatulence. Flatulence works in the morning on Doc's team. <laughs> right out here in the hallway. Okay. <laughs>
1: Uh, the left is very good at misinterpreting the Bible when it suits their needs. They've done it to justify everything from taking guns away to murdering babies. Sure have. Uh, from Millennial Falcon. What's that? Who pays your salary? We'll go to platinum before foreigner makes it to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You heard it here first.
2: <laughs> and
1: from Ed Zachtley, Uh See what he did there? I do. Instead of exactly, yep. it's ed <laughs> Uh With all the abortion talk today, maybe playing the clip of Louis C.K.'s bit on abortion will sum it all up nicely. Yeah, we'll we'll do that coming up here in a few minutes oh, after cool. uh, after we hear from Mr. Fatness. Yeah, he's carrying on the fat, fat pile. <laughs> got like... his f- yeah, I just meant that, you know, you got a lot of fatness in your hand there, you know, with the chewing the fat stuff.
2: Uh-huh. Next. That's what he meant, Jeffy.
6: Time to check in and chew the fat with Jeffy. All right, I think that I might be the only one that is in love with the Invisible Challenge, (laughs) and I don't know if you know what this is, but I do. You know
1: where that came from? Came from a a, uh, magician on on Netflix. On Netflix, yeah, the Netflix show. Yeah, Uh, really good. He's really Uh, good.
6: Magic for Humans. Yes. uh, Yes. uh, On Netflix. Yeah, it's really good. He set it all up. If you have an opportunity to watch it, and we could, uh, you know, I don't know if we have the promo for the Netflix show, but, uh, you know, what you do is you try to make someone in your family uh, believe that they are invisible. (laughs) And so it's really, really good. Now they've been posting, it's gone viral for, you know, for the past month almost now, at least two or three weeks, and families are making their little younger siblings and uh, children believe that they are invisible. Mm -hmm. And you... You started out and listen, if if your kids are listening, don't let them listen because you're going to want to do it to them (laughs) because it's so Mm -hmm. good. Um, You take a picture of yourself or, you know, one of the other brothers and sisters sitting on a sofa or a chair next to where you're going to have this person who you want to believe is invisible sit Mm -hmm. and you do that earlier. So it's just that person there with nothing else in that chair. Right. And then you set that the next kid down and you put a blanket over him and you... You're invisible, and you have to. Everybody has to play along, like you can't see them. Right. And then you take a picture, and you say, "Let me take a picture." And you take the picture, and you turn it so that the person who you want to believe is invisible sees it, and they see their, their sibling sitting there with with you not there. So it looks like there's nothing there, and mm-hmm. uh, several kids have kind of freaked out. Uh, you know, gone crazy. And this particular one is one of my favorites. Uh, if you're watching on Blaze television, okay. you'll be able to see this challenge. There
7: goes nothing. Okay, hold on one second. You
6: right? got the blanket over him. A... Boom, gone. No! Now the whole family is pretending no! they can't see
7: him. Uh, he's
6: just like, what? No, I'm still here. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my <laughs> he's uh, he's my almost God. starting to oh believe God. it.
3: Oh my god. Vernon, oh <laughs> <laughs> on. On, if you're here, take a picture with me. <gasps> I feel him, I feel him. I'm bleeding. David! David, do
7: you hear on me? It. I have my hand on him. David, you'll hear me! Holy cow! Oh, take a picture!
6: Take a picture! It's to freak out. So there's the picture. Oh, yeah. Go, right? girl. He's smiling. already crying. Right.
7: You got it, let me see, let me see
6: oh my gosh so, you know they took the picture he's there by himself oh <laughs> the, the kid is freaking out they took out. that
7: picture earlier
6: <laughs> right. the kid oh god, is all freaked out moving. look at the paper starts moving he's trying to write I'm here I'm here if
7: you're here grab this from my hand
6: oh my god <laughs> that's cool <laughs> but the whole family is <laughs> <in. That's laughs> so good
7: <laughs> he's, praying back. he's praying to come back
6: he's praying to come back to be visible Oh Oh, he's back. Oh, good. Oh, good. But see, they, here, this is what they tell Can him. Can I
7: tell you something? We saw you the entire time. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. When, sorry. How,
0: how did you do that?
4: We took the picture earlier.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's mean.
6: That so mean, it I mean. That's so. It's mean, but I love it. It is mean, but it's good. That's funny. Get it? The
2: know. kid's crying right away before they even take the picture. <laughs> okay, first of all, that kid's stupid. He didn't even look at his. His own hands, he was like, I trust you so much. Tell me what you don't see. Look at your hands, man. They're but right everybody there. playing
6: along, they believed okay. it, right? I mean, I it's, it's just so good. it's it, You're I, not
1: going to be invisible to yourself, right? right. You just could right. be invisible to other people, right?
2: So. Why wouldn't you be invisible Duh. to yourself? You, I don't Duh. know. I mean, That's it's not my just challenge. The way it works. sure we know how this That's works. just the way That's it the way
6: works. works, yeah. When you're invisible, you can still see yourself. And it's a fact Duh. we call coast to coast AM on this and to the, verify, yes, or yes. okay, yeah, absolutely. Oh, don't even get me started. Well, the, <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, the shadow people. Oh, I'm no, not the shadow them. people. I'm all about shadow people. Uh, the grays. And no, those no. are that's those are, two, oh, those, are those are different. Those are different. What about
2: the lizard people? Are they different, like the shadow people or the grays? No, so we got three kinds of yes non-people. Shadow
6: people. people are actually humans that are doing out-of-body experiences. Okay. And what o- are the grays? O- o- OBEs. The evil aliens. The OBEs. Yes.
2: And who? What's the third one? The lizard people. Lizard Where are they people. From?
6: Yeah, the lizard people are. That's from another. You know, we lo- don't they, know. a lot of them live underground, but then they take over the human. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. The, the, that, challenge, the challenge is
1: really good, and the the, the magician comes tremendous. from. You got to watch the Netflix yes. uh, show. I think he's got a whole season of yes, stuff. Yes, he does. It's called Magic for Humans. It's by Justin Willman. Yeah. Really, good. really good. Really. The good. first stunt he does in the first episode, where he ties people's cell phones to a whole bunch of uh, helium yes. balloons, and then releases it into the air, and they're like,
2: "That's my phone! You just sit off into the sky."
1: And I won't tell you what happens, but it's amazing.
6: Yeah. Uh, unless
1: and he he was in, they were in on it, I don't know how that happened. I know, and he does, I don't know he how does, he does, the does magic that trick. trick of it's what amazing. You, what are
6: you scared of? And he brings the picture up on your phone, and then it and then it's there. It's really cool. But I know. It's amazing. It he really does is. some really unique, the, interesting things. The setup for the invisible uh, challenge mm-hmm. was you know was obviously fake. He was right. He was he was he saying that enlisted it was fake, the help but of he got people. Help, all these people and the right. guy who they who bought bought it hook line and sinker i mean have you oh seen oh my it? gosh yes it was i mean they're lucky yeah. he d- only did what he did i know <laughs> <laughs> cuz i may have done a little extra <laughs> cuz if you're really invisible dude, that's that's some good living yeah anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh na- speaking of uh, uh aliens uh, nasa administrator Uh, Jim Burstein is forming a committee to explore selling the naming rights to its spacecraft to offset some of its costs. A Good. I have no problem with that. I say no. I don't care. It could be the Amazon spaceship. It could be Coca-Cola. It could be Bud Light. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Sell it. I've been a fan of that. I've been wanting schools to do that forever. Every school bus, my kids should be driving the Coca Cola school bus to school every day. I mean, that's help pay for the schools. Every every schoolyard should have a cell tower. Is it going to lower my property taxes? Absolutely. Let's do this. Well, you know they'll say that it will, oh, but it won't. And You, then know, it
2: that. Won't. Oh, you okay. know,
6: that. oh, that's how. I mean, be. before you know it, you are paying for an my, extra sales tax. If it's and... my plan, it'll drop those sales taxes, uh, the property taxes. But the real plan, they'll just say, "Oh yeah, of course we're gonna." Your school tax will be dropped. What about where will that money go? Not back to you. Sorry, we're just gonna move that money around. <laughs> that's what will really happen. But in my plan that you actually will save some money. I mean, I, I think that's a tremendous idea. Um, Tesla, uh, I don't know if this I don't know what this means actually, if if it's looking bad for him or if he's actually just uh, smartening up, but uh, they're going to eliminate uh, two car color options in a bid to streamline some of the production. Uh, so
1: yeah, because you can't get it done with a really complicated uh process like different colors. This <laughs> is just too hard. Well, you know, you, what do you want? Different colors for a car? I mean, I can't do that. I mean, that was the Henry Ford
6: deal, right? With the black. I mean, he yeah, was like, nineteen twelve. That's what they
2: get. Right.
6: <laughs> <laughs> That's what they get. One, you yeah. get one color. It's a right. black. Move you get on. you get black. That's what you got. Mm-hmm. You know what? What else you want? You want rust? So have it for a couple years. I mean, I know it's two colors: the metallic silver, which is, I mean, how? Look, we're giving you silver. You don't get the metallic, okay? We can't do that. Mm-hmm. And the uh, obsidian black.
1: Okay, so you get black and you get silver. Right. You can't do red anymore. <laughs> you can't give you red. I don't. Well, I mean, what do you want? A miracle? <laughs> I don't. Know. You want different
6: color in a car? No, I think those are the two they're getting rid of. I think those are the. They're the, getting rid of the, the silver the, and the black, silver and the obsidian black. Yeah, I think the, mm. I think those are the two they're getting rid of. Now, guys right. no, you still might get, uh, uh, they still might get uh, black and silver, just not the okay. specific offshoot <clears throat> of those. Right, it won't have the little sparkles. All right. Oh no, that's too hard. Yeah, you know that, Pat. I know. I mean, that's
1: ridiculous. That? <laughs> what is this? 2018? Like, right. Come on. Come no.
6: on stop it <laughs> and today's a big day for uh, apple it's apple day uh you know you got prime day and thanksgiving is macy's but uh, apple's having their big day where you're going to find out what's new coming from apple uh coming up here uh, shortly uh eastern time i think it's i think it's one o'clock where they start their big uh, hey we're going to show you what we got coming up new uh, and so they're uh i don't know what they're they, it, one of the things that they that they're really going to be promoting and you can get watch uh, you know for the watches and the Phones and stuff—they'll have new stuff for that. But really, what they're going to be announcing is—you know—they're streaming because uh, they're really involved in that. They just locked a partnership with Oprah. Uh, they got uh, Jennifer Anderson and Reese Witherspoon doing uh, some deep dives for their for their streaming stuff. So they're going to be st- trying to be a contender in the streaming business. So I mean, that might be interesting. Might be interesting if they can create some content worth watching. I, As far as Oprah goes, uh, I'm not paying for that. Uh, You know, Oprah's got her own network, and I can go to the O network if I want, and I can Mm -hmm. buy the uh, oh, that's so good pizza if I want from her frozen food line, but uh, made with uh, like 20% cauliflower or something. No, thank you. It doesn't, I mean, she's selling it as it's good, but every time I see the commercial for the cauliflower pizza, I'm like, no thanks. "Eh, I don't think Mm -hmm. so. Mm Mm-mm. I don't think so. I don't think I want to do that. It's a hard pass. <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't, you know what, Oh, That's all yours. It's all yours. Go ahead and take that. No problem. Uh, United States uh, food recall. Be careful. I know it's lunchtime and uh, you know lunchtime around the country coming up on it. But uh, CTI Foods in uh, Owingsville, Kentucky, recalling approximately 6,720 pounds of ready-to-eat Philly beef steak products. That may be uh, uh, contaminated with listeria. Yummy. So, good luck. God bless. 672 cardboard cases labeled Classic Cisco, having uh, 10 pound boxes, uh, they found were uh, contaminated. Now, there's been no confirmed reports of listeria, which is good. But remember, you know, if you have a fever, muscle aches, headaches, stiff neck, confusion, loss of balance, convulsions, you may have listeria. So, get yourself checked out. It's actually pretty dangerous for uh, uh, pregnant women and uh, older people uh, that get it. <laughs> it could be disastrous. Now we have, uh, we always get stories like, uh, you know, dad and daughter arrested for dealing drugs. Uh, in Georgia you know the dad and the daughter were out <laughs> we're out selling drugs together it's a yeah, family Yeah the daddy affair. daughter drug teams so prevalent in Georgia today yeah. right yeah oh right? yeah. yeah i mean well then today we hear about the uh the author of the book How to Murder Your Husband uh was just arrested for uh apparently murdering her husband, husband. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's life imitating Strange. art or art imitating life i'm not sure what it is now look the family can't believe it they're saying um no we're stunned uh i'm convinced she's innocent none of us believe it but a neighbor said i remember her saying she might uh move to escape her old life and she said uh, that his side of the bedroom was haunting her so strange yeah so i mean that might be her defense right and was her husband killed yes okay how do we know? Uh, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was at his work. It wasn't even at the house. So the, He was the, killed at work? The defense. The defense well, how would of, she have done uh, it then? Was she at his work at the time? Well, yeah, she could have been. Well, she was arrested for it, Pat. <laughs> Police know what they're doing. Okay. Huh. I mean, are you on her side now for killing her husband? Well, that depends. Are you pro-murder?
4: What's going on? <laughs>
6: I mean, what's the deal?
1: <laughs> I mean, it depends. Was she there at the time? <laughs> Uh, what are you,
2: Columbo over here? <laughs>
4: I mean, read on. the ah, just, book.
1: Just one more thing. <laughs> right. Read the book. Just one more thing before I leave. <laughs> That's all
6: you got? I want to hear more. Oh, my God. I want to hear more. I'd uh,
1: have to hear his voice. Peter Fox, he did, good, yeah, stuff.
6: Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Always carrying around the, mm. the uh, <clears throat> hard boiled egg in his pocket for his lunch. Oh, his yeah. Made for him? Yeah. Like, hey, my
2: lunch, lunch. Oh, my gosh. That's I worked. Great. I worked with a morning host once in Omaha. And uh, he would lay out his breakfast every morning as he did the show. And he would lay out a paper towel. And on it would be like about three peanuts, a couple of dates, and a hard-boiled egg. And nice. And he would stink up that studio. It's a hearty
1: breakfast right that there. That
2: was not a pleasant time in my life.
1: Yeah, why is it uh, eggs... Smell like farts when you hard boil them. <laughs> why is that? I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. That's something we need to look into and fix. Do, do we need to? Maybe.
2: Ron, get on that. Let's get some research on <laughs> why <laughs> do eggs smell like farts when, yeah, when you that. hard
1: boil them? Because they don't. Yeah. If you fry them, mm-hmm. they don't. But when you hard boil them, yeah, they do. Yeah,
2: maybe maybe they're yeah. fighting back. It's like their natural defenses. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I don't know. But okay. we'll probably get somebody who's got a scientific
6: explanation. I'm sure. We'll that, call in. I'm mm-hmm. sure there is one. But I'm sure mm-hmm. that it, look, what is what are you working for Tesla now? You can't figure out how to hard boil eggs without right? A smell, right? <laughs> um, it's 2018. <laughs> Thank you. Thank uh, you. I mean, there's plenty. There's how many have you ever been? I mean, you go to uh, uh, Arkansas and the Carolinas for those chicken farms. I mean, miles.
1: I practically miles lived at the Arkansas chicken Farm. Chicken yeah, I mean,
6: mm-hmm. holy cow! And you want to talk about there? There's a, a, there's a odor. distinct mm-hmm. smell in chicken farmland. There you go. There you mm-hmm. go.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, we just got some uh, on the spot research from uh, Christian Bussler down the hallway. Mm. Uh, he sends us this explanation. There's
1: frequently, the odor of sulfur. This is due to a reaction between traces of iron in the yolk and sulfur in the white i mean that's what Peck it happens said. only when the eggs have been overcooked oh perfectly cooked yolks are moist and deep orange
6: Hmm. i mean I was, here you go I mean, you're just repeating what you said before i mean we need that you fixed. <laughs> what we do need that fixed yeah. i got it okay Kay. i got it don't Especially overcook at Especially since we know what it. the problem we've is. acknowledged Thank the problem that's step one yeah i mean we've you know that they've known that for how long now at least years, a yeah, a long I mean, time, long enough to fix it. hundreds long of years, long enough to fix it. To
2: fix it. That, let, why, let, why are we sending government money to study like the mating habits of shrimp when we could be studying how to make your kitchen smell less like a fart when you boil right. eggs in the
1: morning? Yeah, yeah.
6: yeah. Thank you. Uh, how bad do you hate uh, Donald Trump? Is the question. How bad do you hate? Him? Oh, that's loaded. Because. Uh, this man, Mark J. Byrd, uh, mm-hmm. charged last month with uh, discharging a gun within a prohibited structure, carrying a concealed weapon without a permit, and possessing a, possessing a dangerous weapon on school property. He was found bleeding mm-hmm. outside a bathroom in uh, Charleston campus at the uh, uh, Southern Nevada Sociology Professor. is, is It was his job. Uh, and uh, they found the, the shell casing in, in the bathroom. And he was, uh, as they, one college employee was trying to help him calm down and stop the bleeding, Bird said that, uh, "Hey, I shot myself in a protest of Donald Trump. Shot so himself shot in himself protest. In the arm, shot himself in the arm of Donald in Trump in protest of the president Donald Trump. What a moron! <laughs> I mean, what a <laughs> this moron! This is a person that was teaching some of our children in colleges. Wow. I mean, I you know I've I may have disliked a lot of people over the years. Eh,
5: I don't think I'd ever disliked No, anyone shoot better. yourself!
6: I, I to, hate you so yeah, much. I'm going to shoot, shoot myself, myself in the arm. I'll show you. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. I'm going to shoot myself in the arm. And that's I got news the for the that guy. It.
1: That didn't hurt Donald Trump at all. Whoa. He doesn't care. He doesn't care what Are you, you sure? did to your arm. Yeah. Pretty sure. Okay. Pretty sure he couldn't care less. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> in fact, he may even say dumb. Yep stupid right exclamation mark mm-hmm. <laughs> right sad
1: <laughs> guy shot himself because he didn't like me sad,
6: sad. <laughs> hashtag dumb <laughs> so good and uh, good news or you know bad news depending on what side you're on uh, South Korea's capital uh, in Seoul uh, set to begin daily checks for hidden cameras in public toilets now I didn't know this in Seoul but it's a growing. Public outrage, a growing epidemic, spy cam porn coming from Seoul. In the middle of, get this, twenty six thousand victims between two thousand twelve and two thousand sixteen have been identified. And those are just the ones that have been reported. Record numbers of women have been have been holding protests in the streets in Seoul, and so they've had a few. Uh, They've had a, they have like fifty people going around the city checking the stalls and checking the dressing rooms, but and they're just saying that's window dressing. So the government is now going to uh, start uh, adding more people to uh, go around scanning for <laughs> scanning for cameras in the bathrooms and the dressings. I mean, they and they also they're mad that they're saying that it's a sexism uh, when people are caught. That's why it's so prevalent because people don't care. The guys don't care if they get caught because they talked about um, uh, one recent case where a female perpetrator, which is rare, uh, a South Korean court sentenced the woman to a year in jail, alright, for sharing all right. a nude photo of a male colleague. Mm-hmm. But most men who share photos or videos, eh, we'll just fine you. Here's a fine, get out of here. Mm. So eh, that could be a little bit of a problem.
1: Yeah, a little I'd bit say of so. a sexist
6: problem. That mm-hmm. maybe needs to be changed around a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Hey, um... Let me tell you, you know, during the day when you think to yourself, what did you just say? You might need your ears cleaned. I do that a lot. I, then you need I your ears need cleaned. I need to do that. Well, you can get a real solution for stubborn earwax right now with the Wax. What? There's a solution? A Wax WaxRx earwash system. It's doctor-developed, works safely when all other products failed. It's a method physicians trust most. It's just like the system they use in their offices, but it's less than the cost of their office visit. I know. UseWaxRx.com is where you go to order your reusable ear wash system today. Use the offer code RADIO. They'll ship it right to your house for free. You know when your ears aren't clean, they get uncomfortable, they itch, they're painful, they get plugged up, you can't hear things. UseWaxRx.com. UseWaxRx.com. Don't forget to use the offer code RADIO to have it shipped to your house for free. USEWaxRx.com.
0: This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray. On the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Finishing up Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. Hey, you know, we
6: talked a little bit about uh, the Invisible Challenge and uh, mm-hmm. what started that was the uh, Magic for Humans on Netflix. And uh, here's the trailer for it if you haven't seen it. And uh, So good. It, it's so good. Make sure that you uh, watch it, especially after you watch this trailer. Yeah, you're going to like uh,
7: Is there anything that terrifies you? I didn't hate spiders.
6: That's for sure. Yeah. For <laughs> no, those of you on Blaze Radio, he's a fan. He his phone with the nah, picture of a spider.
7: No, it's not.
6: Slides the phone. <laughs> slides the picture, and there's it's the spider. Can I, amazing. Can
3: I
7: have my phone. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Kill it. No, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's amazing. I'm magician Justin. I love my phone. I've spent my life attempting to master the art of magic. Now I'm using magic to master the art of being human. Wow. Pulls an <laughs> so umbrella big. out of an envelope. Oh my gosh. <gasps> real people. That's real good. Real magic. What? Cards. No camera tricks. Oh. On the kind of three, you snap your finger. If you believe hard enough, you can turn this paper into money. One, two, three. Money! Can I have it since I made it? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> How does he do it? A good question? Is he a witch? I'm gonna show you a trick, then I'm gonna ask you a question. Oh, that's yeah. Mm. Oh, Sorry. oh no! The question is: If Ginger Spice hadn't left the Spice Girls, you think they'd still be cranking out the hits?
4: <laughs> yeah.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah. Really Magic good. for Humans on Netflix. It's really, really good. Really and good. I do have some. I told you the, uh, the other day to uh, mark down October first on your calendar. That's because an all do daily podcast begins on October first. Oh. With yours truly, me. Thank you for the warning. Just letting you know. Thank you for the warning. Don't forget where your subscribe button is handy. Keep it handy right there because October 1st is the time you need it. Warning. (laughs) <laughs> i mean I'm, people have been asking for it i mean people the dreams are coming true right now pat right october 1st okay daily podcast And i'll give you some more details as we as we uh get closer october 1st uh, a big day yes absolutely this is october the one we've been waiting for day. well i know that's what mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying I'm, I'm, I, I know dreams are coming true all right i'm really excited about it though actually it'll be, uh, it'll be a too. lot of fun it'll be a daily podcast uh you'll be able to get it uh, every afternoon you're gonna and, call it uh, chewing the fat you know what no, I, that's yes. a good idea. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we'll call it. All right, chewing the fat—the daily chewing idea? the fat. I know. I mean, mm-hmm. we're still we're still this. This is the In the birth of chewing. Right.
1: Yes, still sticks around. So it's chewing the fat. The extended version. Wait, yeah. It's
2: the birth. So it's a b e r t h for you.
1: You know what you could call it is chewing the fat, extra fatness, because <laughs> you know there's more of it and stuff. A grizzle.
2: It's like the grizzle <laughs> show.
1: <laughs> like it, it's expanded. Like. You know, like your body. It's expanded a little bit.
0: Only on the Blaze Radio Network.
7: Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, the Addicted to Outrage Tour. On tour this fall.
0: Pat Gray is here Uh on The Blaze Radio Network.
1: Yeah, welcome to it triple eight 900 33 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter uh we found the we were talking about abortion earlier and somebody tweeted out that we should uh play the Louis CK bit that he did on abortion mm-hmm. and uh so we <laughs> did we did find that it's pretty amazing because Louis CK I think is a pretty liberal guy
2: yeah
7: right? Listen to
1: what he had to say about abortion,
7: though. People hate abortion protesters. They're so shrill and awful. They think babies are being murdered. What are they supposed to be like? Uh, I don't know. It's not cool. I don't want to be a d- about it, though. I don't want to ruin their day as they murder several babies all the time. I don't think it's killing a baby. I don't. I mean, it is, it's, a, it's a little bit... It's a little bit killing a baby. It's a little bit... (laughs) It's 100% killing a baby. It is. It's totally killing a whole baby. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think that women should be allowed to kill babies. That's what I think. (laughs) They should be allowed to kill babies. Yeah. amazing do some shots and kill some babies (laughs) i killed like four babies last night it was (laughs) retarded (laughs) i just think it has to be one or the other you know like when people say abortion should be legal safe and rare why rare if it should be legal if it should be legal it's it's if it should be rare it's murdering babies
1: I'd say it's pretty safe to believe that he thinks it's killing babies and that's not right. Yet he said women should be able to kill babies because he's got to placate his uh libs in the audience, right? And to listen to them cheer that but I think women should be able to kill babies. And they, they all cheer and applaud. That just shows you where we are on that on, on that issue. It's just so bizarre. So bizarre. Yay. <laughs> you're you're cheering that women should be able to kill babies what is, is this is nazi germany that's pretty macabre it's pretty ugly uh it's pretty bad <laughs> i don't i don't how do you justify that if you're sitting there love to see what would happen if you're sitting there with a date and you s- suddenly start cheering about murdering babies um is there going to be a second date after that? <laughs> because for me, no, I think this relationship just went south really fast. Wow. Uh, but again, if you consider it, if you consider what is growing a human being, you have to, like he said, obviously, it's you're killing babies. I don't think it's killing babies. Well, it's a little bit killing. It's a hundred percent killing babies.
2: <laughs> great <laughs> boat ramp into that
1: it routine. Great stuff. <laughs> Amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, there was snow in Africa this week. Was a- there? And a lot of it. Do we have the pictures of the snow? Yeah. Uh, with the giraffes and the antelopes and elephants all running around in snow. Um giraffes have been captured wandering in snowy South Africa after the country received a late dusting. Uh, And it's kind of interesting to look at because you don't normally think of, I guess it does snow, obviously, in South Africa in the winter time. But it's just weird to see giraffes in snow. And it's kind of (laughs) unusual for it to happen this time of year there.
2: love that. That is a gorgeous shot of the giraffes in the snow.
1: But is that global warming, too? I suppose that's global warming as well. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: We've already been over this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What else else could it possibly be? Well, nothing. It can't be just the normal flow of, you know, climate. It's got to be climate change. Look at the
2: elephants. That's cool.
1: Elephants walking around in snow. Perfect. It's a perfect example of global warming. Snow in Africa. It's so hot that it got cold and snowed in Africa.
2: Can you so, uh, can you please say that uh, Neptune's bones dissolved into <laughs> snowflakes, please? <laughs> please do that for me.
1: The Neptune's bones dissolved into snowflakes and then fell on the ground in South Africa, <laughs> and that's because of our S-U Wave. Uh huh. So there it is. Uh.
2: Yeah, and we 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 were talking about Al Gore yesterday, if you'll recall, and um, I, I was just kind of saying, you know, hey, uh, what would have what have been like uh, if Al Gore had been president uh, on when September 11th happened, and we actually, you know, we got we got a tweet from someone that just said that there's a book, there's oh. a book called Forty Three, right, with an asterisk, yeah, and it basically I guess goes through, you know, mm-hmm. what if.
1: A one-off uh, scenario about uh-huh. 9-11 if Al Gore had won the election instead of Bush. Yeah. They said it's an interesting read. That's from uh, Ch- Charles Unmitigated Gaul.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote that book? I got to find like that it. book. 43. Uh, let's see. Jeff Greenfield. Jeff Greenfield. Jeff uh,
1: Greenfield. Uh, that,
2: I need to order that. That sounds fascinating. So,
1: if, so it's obviously a, it's a fiction of.
2: Well, we hope it's a fiction, right? I mean, yeah. you know, Al Gore wasn't ever the president, right? So that would qualify it as fiction. Thank God.
1: Well, I mean, you know, the sure the election was stolen from him. Uh George W. Bush stole the election.
2: <laughs> you know, if you really if you want a great book, it's how Al Gore tried to steal the election. And it, it talks about firsthand accounts of voters in Florida in the panhandle, the central time zone, who were on their way to vote and oh. heard on the radio, Al Gore has won the state of Florida. Turn around and go back home. I mean, so how many votes were stolen by the media calling it before the votes stopped? Being submitted in that state,
1: anyway. probably quite a few. Yeah, probably quite a few. Yep, wouldn't surprise me at all. But
2: it goes through all of the charges, mm. all the charges the left made, Al Gore's camp made against Bush and the Supreme Court and you know Bush's team down in Florida, and um, without question, George Bush won Florida fair and square, and thus the presidency again. Yeah, and thank God.
1: S- they'll still say selected, not elected when mm. they talk about it today. Pathetic. It's just it's agonizing. Triple uh, eight. 888- 933.93. Also, uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, David Bignod uh, oh. tweets out what maybe? Uh, oh, the millions That's, of yeah. water bottles that we, we talked about and mm-hmm. showed you meant for the victims of Hurricane Maria. We want to avoid something like this, and so we are trying to uh, collect some aid for what's about to happen in the Carolinas. And nobody knows how bad it's going to be yet, but it sure looks like it's going to be pretty ugly. So Mercury One and our partners are getting ready to provide aid and relief to everybody affected by Hurricane Florence. It hasn't obviously made landfall yet, but it will by about Friday. And it looks like it's going to be either a Category 4 or maybe a High 3. And uh, whichever happens, even if it's just a massive rain event, they're going to need help. So if you'd like to contribute, you can do so at mercuryone.org slash relief 18 Or just go to mercuryone.org and click on the link. It'll be easy that way. Um, but we want to avoid a situation like happened in, in Puerto Rico. I mean, we got millions of bottles of water there, and there they sit. On the tarmac. Unused. Undelivered. That's just really something to see. Wow. And FEMA apparently did confirm the news um, after all those pictures were posted on social media, and they went viral. Yeah, a lot of water sat there; nobody picked it up.
2: How can that, how can that happen?
1: Amazing! It's,
2: it's inexcusable.
1: Really horrible. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Chicago is considering now. He's um, Rahm Emanuel is putting together a task force that will consider implementing universal basic income in in Chicago isn't that wonderful the idea for the program which would make monthly payments to a number of chicago families without any conditions has been floated around in the city for months now cuz it's worked so well everywhere they've tried this they tried <laughs> they had a 5 year program in finland that ended in less than a year they had a 3 year program in a California city, I think Santa Barbara, that ended after a year. Um, it's ended very quickly everywhere they've done this. Why would you do this again? The idea for the program uh, is to you know help people, and then they get dependent on it, and then you can't afford it, and then you stop doing it. Back in June, um, Chicago's Northside Alderman, Amaya Pawar, introduced a resolution calling upon the mayor to launch the pilot program and pay a 1,000 families $500 a month.
2: Okay, so is it going to work? Here we go.
1: 500 bucks a month for a 1000 So, you know, that's $500,000 a month. That's nah, cheap. What the heck? Ah, Chicago can afford it. They can't even pay anybody's pension anymore. They can't even keep their citizens
2: alive. Why are they funding
1: wow. their lives? The new task force was set up by Emanuel, according to the Chicago Tribune. And they have a panel that will decide whether such welfare initiatives could work in the city. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you right off we're right off the top. No, they don't work. Okay. Not in your city, not in any city. Pawar, of course, will be part of the paddle, claims universal basic income is a way to tackle poverty amid the loss of jobs due to automation and the offshoring of industries. But the creation of the tax task force may open a manual for criticism, comes just just less than a week after he announced that he won't run for a third term. Uh, so the implementation of this program would fall to somebody else. Some other mayor. And good luck with this uh, wonderful oh, program I've oh. set up for you.
2: And you know Chicago, with their track record of electing mayors, is going to come to their senses at the next election. Oh, of course I they mean, are. They sure, are sure. going to get their ship turned around immediately. I mean, as of November, this <sighs> this is going to work out well no matter no matter
1: what. In in Oakland, California, I hadn't heard about this program. In Oakland, Y Combinator, a startup incubator, is giving out 1500 a month to randomly selected citizens. That's expected. Uh, the money will soon be distributed to 100 recipients with the prospect of expanding the program to 1,000 people huh. who will receive $1,000 a month. That's even better. Let's pay them more money Hi. to do nothing. How do I get
2: selected as a random recipient?
1: I'd love to know.
2: Do I just? Need I to don't do know
1: a... if everybody in who lives there is just no put no. into a draw and then they they're taken
2: out. Say what? Let's do this. Let's take a field trip here to Oakland. As you and I just walk around their headquarters. Just mm-hmm. you know, randomly during the day, just be like, <whistles> and then maybe they'll come out and, maybe and, and maybe just we'll start be, giving us fifteen hundred bucks a month. We'll be right there. That'd be great. Perfect. Triple eight nine hundred
1: thirty-three ninety-three. Americans love love their guns. And, you know, it's obviously part of who we are. It's enshrined in our constitution. But if you've if you've ever watched a video of an actual firefight, and I was just watching a couple of these the other day, and it's clear once the chaos starts and uh the adrenaline kicks in, a live firefight makes hitting the target really difficult for even the most seasoned professionals. It's not enough to just buy a a gun and then assume you're ready for the real thing. You need to practice, and you need to practice frequently. You know, when even trained professionals make mistakes from time to time, how much more important is it for the rest of us who don't do this all the time to train a lot? And you can do that by utilizing your smartphone— And iTarget Pro's proprietary app, which tracks a caliber-specific laser that fits into your firearm, and that detects exactly where your shots are landing. iTarget Pro is completely safe, and it comes with your caliber-specific laser, a target system, and instructions so you can start right away. So go to the letter I, targetpro.com, check out the video, choose your caliber, and download the app, and then you're ready for when your system arrives. You're going to love this and you're going to save a lot of money you don't have to buy so much ammo you don't have to pay the range fees and you'll even save 10 percent right now on the iTarget Pro system when you use the offer code Pat to purchase your system save money save time take your skill to the next level be prepared for whatever eventuality hopefully you'll never have to use it in your home but if you do you'll be prepared it's iTargetPro.com offer code Pat
0: Pat Gray Gray.
1: Wow, speaking of van- Vanilla Ice, <laughs> as we were a couple of days ago. Breaking news. <laughs> vanilla Ice's estranged wife wants him to pay for repairs to her house. Uh, the Ice Ice Baby singer officially split from Laura Van Winkle, the mother of his daughter, Dusty Rain, who's 20 now, and Keeley Breeze, who's 18. Uh, They split two years ago, and they're currently going through a divorce, but she's asked a court to order him to fund much-needed maintenance work to their Florida home that they used to share because the local uh, HOA, they're pressuring her over the lack of fencing around their pool, and apparently they have a dirty, mildewed roof.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man.
1: (laughs) Poor Vanilla Ice. Uh
2: Can't catch a break.
1: Uh, no wonder he was in such a bad mood at the airport. That yeah. that was a story we had on him. He, he was all pissed off at the airport. And uh, maybe it's because things are troublesome at home. Mm-hmm. According to documents, uh, Laura claims, wow, ice, vanilla ice is 50 now. The 50-year-old rapper, whose real name, of course, is Robert Van Winkle, has dismissed multiple notices to pay by saying he isn't the homeowner anymore. But she insists that that isn't true and she believes he should pay all the costs because he brings home $825,000 a year. Doing what? <laughs> is that from uh she didn't say where his income oh, originates. Dang
2: sympathy, it. Sympathy checks from uh,
1: Is that ice Queen? ice baby <laughs> money or is it HGTV money? Oh okay. <laughs> what is that? 825 for vanilla ice? Okay. That's a good gig. Yeah, well, I mean the guy. Maybe he's still getting royalties from some of his brilliant rap songs, <laughs> like this one. Uh, roll him up. Uh, you, I mean, have you forgotten the kind of lyricist this man was?
2: Wow, I don't recall. You don't really? roll him up.
1: Oh, roll him up, man. Let me let me put this to music because this is powerful. <laughs> Vanilla Ice, roll him up. Roll him up. Roll them up, the Hootie Mac. Roll them up. I need some herbs and spices so I can feel nices.
2: Wait, what?
1: The breeze. Cooling like a summer tree. Because it's the I-C-E. And you know I got the feel it. I score it. And I ain't got to steal it. So bring on the sack that's fat. And you know I love my ism and the 1-5, because I get with them. Wow. Every time I get a little hit of the um, the skunk and the funk feels good to my lungs. (laughs) Fire, fire, the ism is my desire, and I need to get it quick, because it's calling me. Okay. That is that's some powerful stuff, right powerful. there.
2: Powerful. That's the word I was going with that's as well. Powerful. I, stuff. I also want to point out that Vanilla Ice learned his lesson. Didn't go uh, with ripping off David Bowie and the Queen. He decided to go way back to where the, it, wasn't, Vivaldi. it wasn't copyrighted anymore. Yeah, so Vivaldi. Uh,
1: he can't sue you uh, at this point in his life.
2: But wow, I don't recall <laughs> that song from from the '90s. But uh, no, huh. sure is a winner.
1: Yeah, it's mm. power. As I said, it's powerful.
2: Triple eight nine
1: hundred thirty three ninety three. And Orange County High School has, well, the students at the school, not the school itself, has been. The students have been told to stop chanting. Get this they had the they had the nerve to chant USA USA at football games. You rotten, dirty, xenophobic racists! Apparently, uh, at a Friday night football game last weekend. Okay. Aliso Niguel High School was playing Santa Ana High and Santa Ana principal Jeff Bishop was all pissed off because they chanted USA, USA. He also claims now nobody else. He doesn't have any proof of this. He claims he said he saw posters that said we love white and build the wall. And I saw photos of the kids holding up signs. I didn't yeah. see anything like that. They didn't, they didn't have any build the wall signs that I saw. They didn't have, we love white signs. Hmm. The deal is, um, I guess that Santa Ana High School is about uh, 99% uh, Latino.
2: Oh, so it would be so smart for
1: a kid to hold up a sign that said, we love white. uh, Can you believe that? There's no way. I, I just, I don't believe that. I think he's pissed off that they chanted USA, USA. Now, if you're, if you're offended by chance of USA, you shouldn't be living here. If the United States of America offends you,
2: then what are you doing here? And personally speaking, I'm not offended by build the wall.
1: No, I'm, I'm not either, frankly. <sighs> but um, 56% of students at the other school are white. Only 56%. 19% are Latino. Okay, so they got a pretty significant Latino population, even at the other school. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But he says a small number of kids uh, were holding up these racist signs Mm -hmm. and yelling that it's not a great day to be a Mexican now, is it? When I heard that, I said, oh, hell no. (laughs) Nobody else apparently backs this up. (laughs) Nobody else heard this. I just think, you know, they're trying, again, people are addicted to outrage. Mm-hmm. There are people who just can't stand the United States of America. They don't want people to be proud of this country. And why would these Hispanics at the other school be offended by USA, USA? They live here. They live here. Why would that offend anybody? You're offended by where you live? Why? Why? It's just pathetic. So they've been told to stop. Uh, I've guess they they got to be quiet about being uh, patriotic. They can't be proud Americans. They can't they can't love their country. I mean, we we went through this last year around the same time, and a lot of these schools it's their tradition to chant USA USA. I don't know why. I don't know how that tradition got started. We didn't cheat, chant that at my football games when I was in high school, uh, but they do. They do. So why would you make them stop that? Just because there's minorities in the area. Why can't minorities love America as well? I'm going to tell you a secret. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They can
2: secrets,
1: and they do. Many minorities. Wait, hold on. Do love America. They can love America. I don't want lies. I and want secrets. they do secrets. love America.
2: Minorities? <laughs> yes. Love this country. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yes.
1: Yes. yes. Mm hmm. That's, uh, that's a fact. That's Look it up. That's what
2: you get here on uh, the Pat and Gray Unleashed program is, uh, <laughs>
3: secrets.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, there's a, another fun school policy here. There's an area school in Georgia that has sent home consent forms informing parents of a new corporal policy at an area school. Superintendent said they've received a little over 100 forms back, a third of them giving consent to paddle their child. So if you're asked, hey, do you give permission for the teachers or the principal, or the administrators, whoever it is, to uh, deliver corporal punishment to your kids, I'm kind of okay with that. As long as you ask the parents if if they support that. For me, personally, I don't trust anybody at school to administer physical punishment to my kid would you keith you you, do you trust somebody to you trust a teacher or a school administrator uh with that kind of discipline of your child i don't and i I know there's a lot of people who think bringing back punishment at school like this is what we need
2: i don't trust a stranger Uh,
1: Mm -hmm. a teacher Mm -hmm. to
2: teach my child right i sure as hell don't want them laying a hand on them
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's the homeschool stuff, and it's coming. I can
2: handle all of it myself.
1: Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yep. Uh, My 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 consent form would have been said would have said hell no, just (laughs) like the principal who heard them chanting USA USA. (laughs) Oh hell hell no.
2: (laughs) No, no. But at least they're going through the parents. Okay. Yes. But I I appreciate that. It's still it's a resounding hell no.
1: Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three.
0: gray the blaze radio network (music) pat gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Welcome, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at PatUnleashed on Twitter. Kim Lewandowski tweets: As a woman, I think these feminists really hate womanhood. Why else would they want to kill babies? Reminds them of what God intended to be. Uh, <laughs> Millennial Falcon uh, made the mistake as a kid to feed hard boiled egg yolks oh. to the family dog because oh. I didn't like them. I Think eggs alone <laughs> smell bad. Allow them to process. through a weenie dog (laughs) ruined family game night i bet it did uh tyler from misery says didn't toto sing a song about the snows down in africa no it was was the rains he missed they missed the rains down in africa the snow they're only happening because of global warming oh i miss the rains down in africa Gonna take some time to do the things we never do. Like eliminate fossil fuels. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Uh Colin Kaepernick not only is a is he a wonderful guy with you know, leading the whole kneeling in the NFL thing and now he's suing the league over collusion, which doesn't exist. But he's also donated thousands of dollars to pro-abortion groups across the U.S. Reportedly donated $25,000 to the pro-abortion group Center for Reproductive Rights, a group that focuses on birth control, safe abortion, prenatal and obstetric care, and unbiased information.
2: That's great. <laughs> Unbiased information. Shut up.
1: He also gave uh, 25000 to the Lower East Side Girls Club with nearly 8000 directed towards the pro-abortion women's march in Detroit. Wow, this guy's got money to spare, man. Look at all the He doesn't causes. need to work. Doesn't need to work. Uh, he's recently taken heat because of the Nike ad, I guess. Uh, I, I think most people are just fawning all over him. Most people in the media, anyway. The believe in something ads, even if it means sacrificing everything. That's the ad where we found out that Serena Williams is the greatest athlete in the history of the world. That's uh, That was a pretty amazing admission. <laughs> Seren- Wait, Serena Williams is the world's greatest athlete? Wow. All right. Uh, by what metric? In whose conception? What am I resisting? I don't know. The institutionalization of the human psyche? Collectivization of manufacture? I'm not sure. I don't know.
2: Wow, did you just come up with that on your own? That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Like yeah. That just, it, it just hit flew me. Right off it you just tip.
1: hit me. I mean, you know, in Isn't what construct is she the greatest athlete? Uh, there's none. By whose conception? Mine. Okay. She's not. I'm glad we answered that then. Mm. There's a new Harris poll out. It's a nationwide survey of people's favorite brands. This is a a study that was just completed this year. The poll surveyed more than 77,000 customers in the US. This I mean it, this is a huge wow, yeah. humongous survey. Hmm. And guess what was decided is the best Mexican restaurant in the United States of America. What would you <laughs> What would you think? Yeah, okay. The best Mexican restaurant, according to Americans, okay. What's the best Mexican restaurant on the planet? <clears throat> Any guesses? Mm-hmm. Taco Bell. <laughs> I knew Taco you were Bell. Say that. <laughs> I love Taco Bell too. Yes,
2: me too. But man. for it to win best Mexican yeah. restaurant, Boy. <laughs> actually, I'm still angry at Taco Bell. <laughs> You know, because 15, 20 years ago, when they came up with the mm-hmm. Mexi Melt, first of all, they were so cheap. I think they were like 59 cents or something. Maybe they had like 59, mm-hmm. 79, 99, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think it was 59 cents. They were so good, and now they've ruined them. They have ruined the Mexi Melt. How? So Why? I enjoy, it's, it tastes different. It's made really? differently. It's much more expensive. Mm. So don't call it a Mexi Melt, Taco Bell, because what you have done to the Mexi Melt... It, it is abhorrent. So you change the name of it, and you bring back the old school Mexi Melt, and you charge 59 cents. Mm. You can adjust for inflation, I guess, but other than that, that's dead to me. The Mexi Melt, mm. dead to me.
1: All right. You asked. Uh, I don't you asked. You sure asked. Your Mexi- I didn't ask you about the Mexi Melt. Yeah, I you did. did. No, you I, I really didn't. I'll have to go check I the I didn't tape. ask you about that.
2: I thought you said why did I did <laughs> not like it anymore.
1: Uh, also, best uh, burger restaurant. This one I disagree strongly with. Mm. Five Guys Burgers and Fries. Five Guys? I've only tried that once, and I wasn't very into it, and so I've never been back. Wow. Uh, Maybe I should try it again, but Five Guys is uh, the burger restaurant that most Americans chose. Uh, The best casual dining restaurant in America? Cheesecake Factory and Texas Roadhouse, Tide. I love the Cheesecake Factory. And I like Texas Roadhouse. Those are both pretty good choices. The best chicken restaurant? There's only one. I mean, there is there more than there's, one chicken there's only restaurant? One? It's Chick-fil-A, and all America knows it. Chicken too Chick-fil-A, tasty. Chick-fil-A, chicken too tasty. <laughs> and America agrees. Yes. Best coffee shop? Krispy Kreme. It's like a donut shop, though, yeah, to really. me. I mean, is that where you get coffee? I, I, I didn't think that was a real famous coffee place. Um, Best coffee maker? Keurig Coffee Maker's. Mm. Okay. Best computer manufacturer? Microsoft. What? Over Apple? Hmm. The best department store. My wife would agree with this. Kohl's. Oh yeah. Cuz oh. I mean they pay you to take their clothes out of the store. Right? <laughs> it's like if you if you use your Kohl's card and your Kohl's cash. Oh, okay. And and it's a 50% off item. Uh oh you got $700 to take this <laughs> Shirt home. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. I'll do that. I don't know how they stay in business at Kohl's. I I really don't. I
2: got two things to say. You
1: saved
2: $4,855 on your purchase today. Thanks for coming in. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, First of all, there is a consumer reporter guy who said he does not advise you get company credit cards, um, store cards or whatever, charge cards. Right. Except for Kohl's. Kohl's. Now, that's number one. Okay. Number two is this just happened last week. I guess Carrie turned, uh, returned some store uh, stuff to the Kohl's store, right? Mm-hmm. And so then we had a credit on our Kohl's account. And so we got a couple bills in the mail where she hadn't been in a while. And so we still had that $16.38 credit or whatever it was on our account. And I would get the, the account and be like, okay, I guess we don't have anything. About a check shows up in the mail for $16.38 so they could get us down to zero and start it over. I mean, it's like... It's amazing. They just want to give you money at Kohl's. It's amazing. I will gladly take it. Thank you. Yeah. I, I mean...
1: If you go there, my, my wife is not, she's not into, you know, super expensive jewelry. She always tells me, if you're going to buy me jewelry, go to Kohl's. I'm going to get you jewelry at Kohl's. Yes, go to, that's what I want. I want the ones at Kohl's. So you go there and, I mean, I don't know if the list price is just inflated so much that it's, you know, $12 now. used to be 480 and with your Kohl's card, it's free Oh, wow. oh, and with your Kohl's cash,
2: here's another $10. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Oh, that's where I Thank take you. the kids to go Christmas shopping.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a great. You get your Kohl's awesome. cash and your
2: coupons. It's
1: no wonder people love that place. Mm-hmm. Um, The best factual entertainment on television, the History Channel. Wait. Okay. Uh The best full-line automotive vehicles are from Honda. There you go. General entertainment television sh- uh station that people love the most, AMC. Is that where um Walking Dead is on? Is that it's on AMC, right? Yep. That's probably why. Uh the best hardware and home store would it be Ace? Would it be Lowe's? Nope, Home Depot. Sure. Uh the best ice cream or Fro-Yo shop? Oh, that's frozen yogurt, right? Fro-Yo. There you
0: go.
1: Uh, ben & Jerry's ice cream shop. That's eh, not for me. Now. Negative. No. 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 Not,
2: no. Not have any, you not
1: been to Texas? Uh-huh. Blue Bell ice cream.
2: Is it a shop, though? It's not
1: a shop, though. And is so. Ben
2: & Jerry's a shop? Maybe that's where I think started. they Do they have?
1: Uh, they probably have. Okay. I don't know.
2: I don't know because I don't like them.
1: No, I'm, I'm not a big Ben & Jerry's fan. Um... First of all, their politics are really abhorrent. Um, Secondly, I'm not that crazy about their ice cream either, for that matter. Uh, The best internet radio service? The Blaze. Pandora.
2: No. The Blaze Radio. The Blaze Radio. Right, yes. the app you know, online. Right. theblazeradio.com.
1: Best Kids TV? Disney Junior Television Network. Uh, The best luxury automotive? Lexus. Best luxury department store? Nordstrom. Kohl's. (laughs) <laughs> Again, that's, that's luxury yeah, for me, luxury.
2: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> That's as luxurious as I get. Kohl's.
1: The best media streaming service. Again, this was a survey done by 77,000 Americans. Mm-hmm. So these are pretty solid choices. Um, best media streaming, Amazon Fire TV or the Fire Stick.
2: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I could never get mine to work, so I just gave up.
1: On the Fire oh, no, Stick? That,
2: no, it was the Chrome one. It was the Google thing. Like, you do it with your app. You don't have a remote control. Oh. And I was just, like, not syncing, not interested. So have you ever I tried just Apple Roku. TV? Apple just, TV
1: actually works pretty well. I, I like it. I
2: exclusively use Roku. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Roku was hit and miss for me. I didn't love it. Why? What's uh, wrong, man? Talk about it. I don't know. It just didn't work very well. Really? Yeah. It went out too many, too many times. There was too many mm. shutdown and rebooting and, you know buffering.
2: If you're watching us on Roku, we appreciate it very much. Um, I will say it helps me to, like if I'm laying in bed watching the Braves game, mm-hmm. I can plug in the, the earbuds. Mm-hmm. Like literally earbuds are in my head 24 mm-hmm. hours a day. Okay. And I'll just you can plug it into the remote and maybe these other things can too, but I don't know because I'm old school and once I find something I like I stick with it and I just plug it in there and I fall asleep sometimes to the game and you know. When and that's the, all Roku. When they're on the west coast, that's all right. A problem.
1: Uh, Best National Bank, Capital One. Um, To me, that's a credit card. I don't uh, look at Capital One. It's a bank.
2: What's in your wallet, Pat?
1: It's not Capital One. Hmm. Um, I had some issues with Capital One when I was younger, and I've never gone back since.
2: Whoa. Can Uh, we not talk
1: about uh, (laughs) it? No, I really don't want to. Okay. News Service, BBC News.
2: BBC Wait, News? hold man, on. This is a survey of who? Americans?
1: Of Americans. Okay, what are these? Americans <laughs> are turning to BBC
2: News? These are all Americans named Glenn Beck who watches what? every BBC outlet there is.
1: That's unbelievable. Come on. That's freaking unbelievable.
2: That's dumb. That's what that is. That's, how's that not Fox News or even CNN would make it? I don't know. <sighs>
1: the best off-price retailer, TJ Maxx. I do like TJ Maxx. Uh, online, online home search, Zillow. Uh, job search indeed.com? I don't mm-hmm. even know what that is. Yeah. TripAdvisor for travel service. Uh, who, uh package delivery, UPS, Pay Cable TV Network, HBO, over Showtime and everybody else. Best Pizza Chain. I don't even know Blaze Pizza. I didn't know we had a pizza chain on the Blaze. Did we have a when, when did we start
2: a pizza chain? <laughs> Yeah, and why are they giving us lunch <laughs> every day on here? And why don't we have pizza? Why more must often? I bring my own lunch if Glenn Beck owns a pizza company? Right?
1: Right? Okay, so best smartphone, of course, Apple wins that. Um and the best uh tablet, Apple wins that. Hmm. The best, get this. Okay. I'm about to go I'm about to go ape crap on the American people. Here we go. The best TV network is
2: PBS? No, I think you misread it. It's TV.com. <laughs> See, earlier, the best radio right, internet the internet right. was TheBlazeRadio.com. Yes, and, the best and now it's
1: TheBlaze. Mm-hmm. Seriously, though, PBS? Come on. What are you talking about? These are
2: the same people that answer the who survey that they get their people? news from the BBC. Shut up. Now, who are you? I don't even know you
1: people anymore. We don't, You actually. Americans. This I don't even true. know you. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. On the Blaze Radio Network.
1: 888-900-3393. President Trump doesn't drink booze. So, uh, D.C. weighs whether to uh, let him serve it now. He's president, of course, of the United States, but is he fit to run a bar? Washington, D.C. Liquor Board will consider that question. Uh, today, after a group of city residents complained that the owner of the Trump International Hotel <laughs> fails the good character test required of anyone who wants to sell wine, beer, or spirits in the city. Okay. Stop it. These Here's another group of Trump haters who are just trying to hurt him. Yep. And so they're trying to take away his liquor license. Because apparently they have some uh, clause. clause in the laws in uh, the District of Columbia, that you have to be of good character to sell alcohol. In their grievance, the city's Alcohol Beverage Control Board, the, uh, with the control board, the group presented a litany of what they say are Trump's moral failures, calling him a liar, a fraudster, and a racist who associates with criminals. <laughs> man, oh, man people are just insane. Mm-hmm. The hotel is just blocks from the White House. It opened in 2016. It's become a hangout for administration aides and Trump loyalists. The president himself, who, of course, doesn't drink, has appeared at major fundraisers there. His campaign has spent thousands of dollars on events there. Foreign governments, including uh, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, frequent, frequent uh, patrons, too. In 2017 and 18, Kuwait's ambassador to the U.S. booked the hotel for galas. To celebrate the anniversary. So this would obviously hurt mm-hmm. if they took away their liquor liquor license. And that's all they're trying to do. That's all it's they not, want to do. It's not
2: like they're basing this on any kind of um, no uh real stance. They just want to hurt the man because they hate him. What
1: do you want to bet though? What do you want to bet? That might I mean they I could see that going somewhere.
2: Oh yeah, DC so flaming liberal. I, I absolutely yeah. I could see this turning into that. It's pathetic.
1: Um we had that story today of the guy, was that in was that in Jeffy's news? Where the guy was such a Trump fanatic, he hated him so much that he shot himself as yeah. a
2: statement against Trump. And that'll teach Donald Trump. That'll teach him. So now... You
1: know that he's learned his lesson
2: now. Yeah, what can I do to make you not <laughs> hate me? Or better said, what can I do to make you hate me more? Uh. I mean, that's <laughs> so, so stupid, man. Oh my gosh. I never understood people setting themselves on fire. I always hear that's like a really noble thing. Oh my gosh, that hurts. Well,
3: I'm sure that hurts bad. It's a
2: great protest. He made such a...
1: Not a good idea.
2: No, that's dumb. You're done. No. Sorry.
1: You know what? And then you haven't hurt the person you're protesting mm-hmm. against. I don't know if you're aware of that. Yep. I mean, while they might be a little bit sad if they hear about your death, mm-hmm. eh, they're not going to change their ways because of it. No. Oh, that person set themselves on fire because of my oh, policies? no. Oh, I'm going to change them all now. That's I'm going to change every terrible. single one of my policies. It's different than before.
2: When's my tea time? <laughs> <laughs> that <doesn't, laughs> does that change anything? Yeah, right. It might make other people mad, but it, you're dead. Or or horribly disfigured. Uh You lose either way. You're not Uh here to see what happened because of your protest. Or you can see it through a lot of gauze, I guess. I don't know.
1: Wait a minute. That hippie uh, doused himself in lighting fluid and then struck a match and burst into flame. Oh, no, no. And burned himself to death because he he didn't like what I say on TV. Mm -hmm. Huh. Okay, I guess I'll change everything I've ever stood for now. Yeah. I mean, do they think that's what happens? No. They go, oh, dang it. That's that's too bad. And they move on and they do the same thing that we're going to do anyway. What
2: was, the, what was the name of Trump's secretary in that phone call with, uh, with uh, Woodward?
1: Oh, uh, was it Madeline? That's I think what it's I thought, Madeline. Good.
2: That's what I Googled. I was trying yeah. to figure that out. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so somebody comes in, Mr. President, uh, this man shot himself because he hates you so much and it's a demonstration of his hatred towards you. Well, did he call Madeline? Did he call Madeline? I should have just called Madeline. See, that, we could have talked about that's it. That's about you went. I was gonna be like more like, "Oh really, Madeline? What's next for my day? What's <laughs> yeah. on my schedule?"
1: It'd probably be more like that.
2: <laughs> does it does nothing? Does nothing? <laughs> I mean, seriously, find a creative stupid. way to protest. Yeah, so stupid. Where you don't hurt yourself. That's dumb.
1: Yeah. Uh, this is kind of interesting. A mine in Australia has produced what. Its owner believes are two of the biggest gold specimens in recorded history. They got these two giant stones. (laughs) They that weigh 198 pounds
2: each, or just grand total, or what are we? Uh,
1: It's estimated by the company to. No, it's. I think it's grand total. Okay. okay. 198 pounds grand total, and they say 143 pounds of these two rocks are is gold hundred and forty three pounds of gold nuggets. So you chip away the rock on the outside and there's I guess hundred and forty-three pounds of gold in there.
2: Wow, or like like
1: At current prices, that would be about two point seven million dollars hmm. based on what we just looked up. Why why couldn't that why couldn't I have found that? Well, why I mean, couldn't that have been me?
2: Because you're not in Australia? I mean that's answer number one. <laughs> why? Have why? you ever been looking for gold?
1: No, because how would you? I believed Montana to be completely golded out by the time I was old enough to look for gold. Mm-hmm. I had a friend that used to come up for the summer every year uh, from Las Vegas because he had allergies or asthma or something, and mm-hmm. it was better in Montana than it would have been in Vegas. On the
2: mean streets, it was on better the, for on him. On the
1: mean streets, yeah, because well, it's cooler, mm-hmm. and so, but you know, you dodged a lot more bullets. I'll tell you that.
2: Sure.
1: Anyway, he used to go golding in Montana rivers, and I'm mm-hmm. like. Bobby, they, Montana was golded out like 150 years ago. Uh-huh. There's none. But he'd come back with these little teeny little chips of things. That, oh. You know, might have been worth a 10 bucks or something. But is he proud? Yeah, after a whole summer, that's how much you have. Yeah, he was very proud. <laughs> very <laughs> <whole> proud.
2: <Summer. laughs> Look what I got, Pat!
1: <laughs> yeah, that's great. Good job. Nice job. All right. Let's go play tennis. Um, also, the Breakthrough Listen. Have you ever heard of the Breakthrough Listen? It's a new they are new scientific devices that detect they're, they're like hooked up to AI and they continually search the galaxy for noise. <clears throat> they're just looking for signs of life. Oh, cool. Anywhere in the cosmos.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's kind of like, if you ever saw the movie Contact yep. and they pointed all of those satellites out in space, it's, it's like that only it's, it's more sophisticated than that. Hmm. So they've detected 72 new fast radio bursts, FRBs, coming from a galaxy 3 billion light-years from here.
2: Oh good. So if we anger them, it'll take them forever to get here. We'll be long gone you and I.
1: Well, it depends on what kind of technology they oh, have. Oh crap, you're right. Know what I mean? Sorry. Yep. Yeah. Scientists have named the source of these uh signals way outside the Milky Way galaxy. It's Repeater, and they always come up with the snappiest of names. This is uh, from Repeater, FRB121102. Oh, that goes right right off the tongue. Hmm? Right? (laughs) Uh, They're single bright pulses of radio emission from extremely distant galaxies, which last just milliseconds, but this one has repeated over and over, and then it stops. And then it repeats over and over, and then it stops. Just like on contact when they found the signal that they decoded and it turned out to be a signal that we sent out that they sent back to us remember that Yeah. I, yes remember that I think that's what's going on here so they say it could be you know it, it could be just natural emissions from a black hole or a quasar or or it could be an advanced civilization sending us Messages of some kind. Interesting. I say we hide from them and don't respond to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because good plan. Yeah, if they're that advanced, they come and they treat us like cockroaches. Let's all just and they hide squash under. Squash us like bugs. Just
2: hide under Jeffy. Yes. Okay. Because they will never find <laughs> us, and he can take care of it.
1: All right. We'll see you tomorrow back here on Pat Gray Unleashed.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.